So before we get into tonight's uh, very special spoiler cast PTC Movie Club event, uh, I figured this is worth mentioning since shares a, a similar person in some regard. Uh, I finally finished 12 minutes. I know Mike has finished 12 minutes. I don't know if Todd's oh, finally yeah. rolled credits on 12 minutes. I can't remember. Probably, I'm if, probably not going to finish it. I don't know if Don has started it, but to keep I it very spoiler, it. I'll to keep it very spoiler free. I was not a fan of this game. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> like it was, I, I like some of the mechanics. Uh, yeah. Like I, I think, I, I think if this game was a little bit more polished gameplay wise, I think I'd probably like it more. Yeah. Um, I, I do like the mechanics. I, I know you and Mike had talked about it on a recent episode, your early impressions, but now that I've been able to play it and then finish the, re- it. the repetitiveness of it is just what like is pushing me away from it though. Like, yeah. you know, and Which, I get what they're doing, but it just yeah. could have been implemented better. I think. I, I think there could have been some tweaks that would have made it a little bit better. The problem becomes is like the game by design is a game about repetition in a lot of ways. So like, I, I feel like it's kind of just, there isn't much to, that they could have done to maybe change it up. Um, I know some people have some issues with uh, the the story uh, at, at its core, or at least, you know, towards the end. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll keep it at that. I don't want to get too much. In that. I don't know. Willem Dafoe's in that. He's in John Wick. We're going to talk about John Wick, so I figured throw that, that out there. Okay. And, okay. And, and just one thing. Game of the year, fucking uh, Psychonauts 2. I'm pretty far in this game right now. Like, I find it very hard to believe that this won't be in my top so, game of the year. It's that funny. game is incredible. It's, it's where funny. I am right now, too, is just like the best thing I've ever... It's like I'm having so much fun with it right now. It's funny that you brought that up because I'm a little bit... I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit in. I'm a couple hours in, and I'm loving it. I told Mike yesterday that he should definitely download it because it's on Game Pass because I also think this is a game that Mike would actually really enjoy. Don't and... skip the story either, because I'm the kind of guy. That I was gonna like skip the story because I just wanted to play. No, like, the, the game. story in this game is so good. It's so good. Everything about this game is amazing. Uh, and it's also a game that I think Dom would really fucking like. So, 100%. when it comes down to it, if Mike and Dom actually play the game, this could be a potential contender for like a game that we actually all play and all fucking love, and it just ends up being like our unanimous. This game is incredible. And I'm like. I, I I'm only it is like very ten good. hours in. It's I, I like, but like, I'm it, I'm absolutely blown away. And at no point do I ever feel like I'm doing the same thing. And it yeah. continues to fucking go in that direction. And like, I just got to a thing at the ten hour mark, and I'm like, oh, uh, oh awesome, yeah. you know, like okay, so, so we're doing this now. You know, it's like. So I'll I'll say, Dom, this is like a platformer that's way up your alley because I feel like it's like it's just a good platformer, but it it has like some of that. It's like, it's funnier and more well written than like Banjo and Conquer, which they were, if that makes sense. For like a lack okay. of a better way to kind of make it, because I like I never played Psychonauts one, and I never really, I never outside of knowing it's a platformer, I never really cared about Psychonauts. I never really like looked into anything about it, like whatever. But the story around the game is really good, and if you're like me and haven't played Psychonauts 1 or Psychonauts Rhombus of Ruin, which is a PSVR-only game, the beginning of Psychonauts 2 basically recaps the story for you in a quick and like not like overly convoluted way. Um, it is real good. Like I was playing it before we jumped on. Like That's what I was doing before we started. Same. I was so. <laughs> um, to the point where I'm liking it so much to the point where it's right now... Uh, 
I haven't turned my PSVR headset on in a long time, but yep. Psychonauts The Rhombus of Ruin is on sale for $5 on PSVR. You just told and me like, that was on PSVR. Fuck. I'm like, fuck. Yeah, I, I know. Like, I, and I'm like, I kind of want to just download this and you know maybe get to it. Uh, I, I wish they would just port it to Oculus because I would definitely buy full price Oculus if it was there. Dude, yeah. I, I mean, I, yeah, just wait. This I, I can't wait for you guys to actually play more of this game because it's very good. It's really fucking good. It's so, so good. So, he, so here's this. Outside of like games that Todd will play or games that I'll play or games that whoever will play, if 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 we go this Psychonauts route, that means the four of us will have all at least have touched Psychonauts 2, 12 minutes, in Space Jam. I was just going to say. <laughs> so Mike, has, Mike now has a second contender in his Mike, Game of the Year watch. What's your, where, where are you leaning? Is 12 minutes the new front runner or is Space Jam still leading the charge here? Oh, boy. It's you weren't expecting to have this. You weren't expecting to have this conundrum. I wasn't expecting to have this conundrum. I'm also wasn't. Ex- I also wasn't expecting for me to like dislike the gameplay of Twelve Minutes so much that I, I'm actually having a difficult decision picking. So yeah, come back to me. I, right, I don't we know. We are we are we are moving well into the the back half of the year where we're getting to the back quarter of the year. Mike's got Mike's Mike's le- leaving the suspense there. You're gonna have to well, tune it, in. It, it, it's crazy. People keep on saying this year is not that good for games, and I think this game has been this year has been fucking incredible. Between Rise, Returnal, um, you know, Psychonauts, mm-hmm. and I'm definitely I'm forgetting stuff, but like, there's been so many fucking good games this year. Uh, I feel like I feel like you, you liked down the medium here. when you played it. Like I feel like you enjoyed it when you played it. Maybe it's not going to hold water at the end of the year, but I feel like you liked that game when you played it. Yeah, no, I, I definitely enjoyed it. Uh, I just uh, all these other games stand out a little bit more, but like, yeah, no, hundred yeah. percent, I definitely enjoyed it. Uh, there's definitely some other stuff I could I could pull up, but uh, we should probably uh, welcome everyone to the Past Control Podcast, a show where a couple of best friends talk about the latest in video games and nerd culture. Sometimes we have guests, sometimes we talk about Psychonauts too much, which I would never be a problem. Uh, either way, we have a new episode for you each and every week. As always, I'm your host, Brandon Groom, and joining me on this lovely Sunday evening is the anime senpai himself. They call him 12-Minute Mike for a reason. Mr. Michael Lazier. Mike, how are you doing? They call me that for another reason. <laughs> I don't want to know. I don't want to know. Maybe I do. Maybe I don't. Maybe I already know. Who's to say? Who's to say? It takes me 12 minutes to finish eating my food. Like, no matter the food? No matter the food. Like, a candy bar takes you 12 minutes? Flat 12 minutes. Is that, is that like a, some sort of curse you're, you've been dealt and you have to, like, that's just the way you have to live? Like, someone, I hand you a cookie. I have two cookies left from Goodnight Fatty. I give you one. It takes you 12 mm-hmm. minutes to finish the cookie? 12 minutes. You know, no like more, 12 no minutes less. to save the world. Isn't that a Will um, I Am song? Yeah. No, TikTok. no. Justin Timberlake <laughs> song? Justin Timberlake, Madonna, four minutes. Is it four minutes? Uh, four, multiple of 12. 12 multiple four. I don't know. However, you said that. There sentence. you go. Anyways, oh boy. also joining us this evening is the Fortnite daddy. Father. The V Buck. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I feel like you had it up. Wait, listen, we're just. Just kind of we're rolling. Uh, yeah, we got, we got, to talk to we're almost at October. Shit's getting scary. All right, absolutely. Hell yeah, hell yeah. 
and rounding us out this evening is the Disney daddy, the Star Wars savant, the the fucking Mickey Mouse master, the Pixar fucking. I don't know. I thought you were going to just say Poppy. I thought... <laughs> well, I already called him the Disney Daddy. I can't give him two fucking yeah. father names. Yeah, that's sure that's that's too much. That's too much. Anyways, Dominic Forty, Dom, how are you doing tonight? I'm I'm here. Hell yeah! People 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 saying I'm back. Well, I'm thinking <laughs> I'm back. Yeah, I was literally going to do the same thing, and I'm like, I'm not. Someone else will do it. <laughs> but you fucking didn't. But you fucking did it. Listen, I I gave myself a middle part today. I'm feeling it. I got a short beard now. I'm I am I'm I'm embodying. My inner John Wick right now. My inner JW. Mike's got a filter on for, for audio listeners. Before we roll into tonight's uh, John Wick trilogy, spoiler cast, in review, whatever you want to call it, the PTC Movie Club for August? I don't, what, is, that, is that correct, August? Where's my talk? A uh, couple of housekeeping things. This episode of the Pass Control Podcast is sponsored by our good friends at Goodnight Fatty from the Salem, Massachusetts area on a Friday, Saturday, or Sunday evening. You want yourself something sweet, something delicious, something hot and fresh out of the oven, you can head down to One Washington Square and get yourself a delicious fatty. And if you're unaware of what a fatty is, you can check them out on social media at Goodnight Fatty and educate yourself on these tasty, tasty treats. But you know what? That's not it. You want something hot and fresh and delicious out of the oven on a Sunday a.m. to get your morning going? You can head on down to One Washington Square and get yourself a delicious chubby. And let me tell you, there is no better way to start your Sunday than with a hot, warm chubby. Anyways, <laughs> uh, I don't know. I feel like I had another housekeeping thing, but we're just going to roll into it. Because <laughs> this, this uh, I'm actually surprised that this is what this pick ended up being. Because I, I, we threw it out there. Four, it was my pick this month. Four different movies. And I'm surprised that John Wick kind of swept it in a landslide. I've been trying to get you and... to watch this forever. Yeah, yeah. This is the John, John the John Wick movies have slowly become like uh there was a point in time where you know you and you and Dom were, were trying to get me to listen to the Beatles. Wouldn't do it. <laughs> uh John Wick became the new Beatles. I don't know what the next John Wick is. Like well, I don't know what I, comes I, after I John tried, Wick. I tried to get you to watch Lost and then it becomes like, you know That's true. That's true. What? And Rick and Morty, Rick and Morty. Guy. I think Rick and Morty was another one that you like wouldn't, you didn't cave into right away. And then we had to, after yeah, like, but I feel, I, the thing is, I, the thing is, is I, I feel like certain things cave quicker. Like I caved quicker probably. Yeah, that Rick was, and Morty. Rick and Morty was like the quickest ever. Like, yeah, it was like yeah, a very quick. Where John Wick on the other hand was like, this has been a while. This has yeah. been, this has been a couple of years and I'm just like, yeah, I don't know if I want to watch John Wick. I don't know if I, I want to say, we, I'm pretty sure we had an argument like two or three years ago that like John Wick is in like my top 10 movies or top five movies of all time. And yeah, you were like, I can't believe, and, and you were so mad at me that I had it in my top five and you were just like, what the fuck? You know, like, you know, like I thought Todd knew liked good movies. <laughs> I thought Todd was like a, yeah. a movie connoisseur. Listen, I guess I listen, was wrong I'm, guys. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie. A part of that was probably like, a, oh, this is a recency bias. It's, it's a new movie, you know, whatever. The other part of it was, for some reason, John Wick always came across to me as like, just like, copy and paste, insert popular actor action movie. And yeah, like, I, I personally just don't care about action movies at all. 
um, where like the action scenes in this movie movies are good. Um, but there were definitely still times where I was like, all right, like enough of the action, get back to what's going on. Cause I actually do care about what the fuck is going on. And no, I know that, more. And, that, and that's the thing with this series is that like, it does decent world building, but it doesn't do a lot of it. But when it does yes. the world building, yes. when it does the world building, it's really fucking good. Like so, the whole continental and everything okay. about like, All right. So by the third movie, the violence and action scenes were absolutely gratuitous. Yo, yes. the third movie yeah. is so ridiculous. They get worse over time. So I'll draw this line in the sand right here for anyone who's still watching or listening. If you haven't watched John Wick chapter one, two, and three, and you don't want any parts of these movies spoiled for you in any way, we're going to talk about all three of these movies in depth. So if any of that, it sounds like something you want to avoid. Now is your last chance to walk away. Uh, but without further ado, I guess we'll just, I mean, it would make sense. We won't just talk about it all in a smattering of things. We'll, we'll separate it by movie and kind of go through each one in, in some sort of way. But you already know, John Wick is a man of focus, of mm. commitment, of sheer will. So one. I'm so has... mad they don't say that in the third movie. They say well, it in it... the first two movies and they don't say it in the third movie. Unless I missed it. I don't think they did because I watched she it today. And I don't... Fucking will. Uh, they well, also that... bring she up killed the a man pencil with a thing. Fucking pencil. Yep. In the first two movies, it. he did it in the third one. Though. He, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. No, he does it in the second one. Yeah, oh, I thought he did it in the third one. It's when he starts getting chased around and like when when the hits go out and like with the sumo wrestler dude and everything right around that I mean, time. Yeah, that wasn't too. That wasn't too. Yeah. yeah. But he doesn't say no one says that about him in this third movie and it makes me so mad. I guess at that point, just based on the plot, it doesn't really make sense for them to sort of like I feel like he gets for more someone respect. to be talking about him again. But I feel like he gets more respect in the third movie though, because people don't even want to fight him. They like help him out. You know? like, oh, no, they just, do want to fight him, but it's just it's they more do, of like, but a, like it's like an honor. It's like yeah. a, oh, it's fucking an honor to fight you. Like, which yeah. is like that's fucking dope that's like yeah that's, that's, that's why cool it's so yeah but I, I will say with the first movie um it has one of my all-time favorite scenes and it is the scene and it's not even an action scene it's the scene when um his son comes back to vigo and basically you know he hands him the drink punches him in the stomach and then he goes on his whole spiel of who john wick is and he explains how john this all the bodies underneath our business are we are here because of john fucking wick you know, yeah. like that whole scene is just so fucking good. And it's very rare you see, um, you know, the bad guys are fucking cowering over yeah. the, the the good guy, you know, like the quote unquote good guy. But, you know, so, it, it's, it's so good. So before we get into it, get into the nitty gritty here, what is everyone's relationship with the John Wick films? Is it just like they came out and everyone saw them in theaters? Is that where all three of you stand? Or so the things I, you discovered after? I saw them all in the theater by myself. Um, I feel like, I think we were, one of them was when we were at Tavern. I left Tavern, and I'm like, I'm just going to go see it right now, because I'm like, Amanda's not going to give a shit about this. But uh, yeah, I think I saw them all in the theaters by myself. <laughs> yeah. But you just, like, you saw the trailers, saw Keanu, and you were like, I'm in. Like, this is Yeah, I, I, well, I remember seeing, they did a really good marketing job, I believe, of the first movie, where um, I think they showed, you know, they, they, they mentioned that it was like the people from The Matrix, uh they were showing all the work keanu was putting in and and the whole concept of like they killed my dog was like a kind of a joke but also like a huge part of like the trailers um and then i think once everyone's i think the reviews came out too and i'm always i've always followed the reviews regardless and I, and to see like an action movie like this get like a 90 i think 
every single one of them has it's 86 89 89 on rotten tomatoes mm -hmm. so uh yeah so they're all super highly rated and but like that first one i was like whoa i'm a big action guy but like it doesn't need to be like anything like i want to see like a good action movie but usually those movies never get good reviews like mm -hmm. i'd say like 90 percent of them so it was like really cool to see like oh people dig this so there's got to be something here and then going to see it and it lives up to the hype but yeah that's what it was for me i just saw it by myself okay what about what about for you two what about for for you mike uh i don't remember i know i saw the third one in theaters but I I'd seen the the first two after the fact. I think what happened was at some point maybe the second one was available to stream, and that's when I put the effort into like renting and watching them. Mm -hmm. And I watched the first two. I was like, all right, I'm in. Let's see where this third one goes. And I saw that one in theaters, and I was super hyped for that. That's all I got. I don't know. Yeah, I don't remember <laughs> when I watched the first two. I think this weekend might have been the first time that I watched Parabellum, though. I don't remember the oh, really? that movie. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Um, crap. And oh, and I had every intention of like actually seeing it in theaters because, um, Manzukis was propping it up on his podcast. Yeah. His his thirty second. Uh, his <laughs> yeah. No, he's he's there at the end too. Oh yeah, yeah I forgot the end. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Why did you say crap? Uh, what happened? Uh, something froze and I it oh. crashed uh, the stream. So the stream went down. So I'll have to fix that later. Mm -hmm. But uh, everything else is fine. Um, I mean, yeah, for me, I mean, if if this is the first and only episode you listened to and you didn't hear me or anyone else ever talk to me about John Wick pri prior to this, I've never seen John Wick. I've never cared about John Wick. So all three of these movies were first time viewings for me, um, which makes the first movie specifically probably my favorite of the three movies for a few different reasons. But before we get into that, John Wick opened October 20 in late October. So we're almost at the anniversary of John Wick one. Like 10, 10 years. Or... Yeah. Uh, no, wow. uh, sort of oh. kind of. Yeah. 22, 2014. So we're close. I mean, seven years, um, opened October, 2014 budget of 20 million. What do we any, insane? Any... Any ballpark? Anyone want to guess what, say it, what it did uh, worldwide one, for its one, run? Oh, worldwide? Uh, United States, I'd 80. say 150 or how? What, I think it did like 150 or something in the States. I don't know, though. Yeah, I'd say 100 worldwide. Michael? I, I said 80 worldwide. Uh, it capped out, this is according to Box Office Mojo, capped out at 86 mil. Uh, which, I mean, I would argue, I, I, I don't know how, I don't know how movie, th movie companies like gauge how much of a success something was but i would argue 60 million plus profit is is a great yeah or, i over think budget is great. you want to make back uh double or triple your budget something like that yeah it's double okay. plus like, something i think yeah they like, green they greenlit yeah. john wick 2 after the first weekend box office i'm almost 90 percent sure and i was like shocked i'm like oh wow so like that makes sense because i didn't realize it made i didn't realize the budget was 20 million and then it, that's what it took in so that's fucking huge for a movie like that that they probably were like we hope we make our money back, you know. Yeah. It's like... I don't know what two and three made for money. I'm sure you'll get to that. But mm -hmm. I mean, the fact that four, five, and a TV show are already greenlit. I mean, yeah, they I... they they know that they have something. 
Oh, for I think sure. I think each, each movie it went up though, didn't it? I mean, without going into it just yet, I believe each movie it's like the up. box office. Well, well the we'll the actual we'll budget. What what, what year was Parabellum? Just gonna go. The budget's gonna go up too. Yeah. Parabellum yeah. Uh, came out in twenty nineteen. Twenty nineteen. Okay. But we'll we'll we will get to those numbers when we get to those films. So John Wick one. Uh, the overall plot is a man named John Wick has his car stolen, has his dog killed, and then we find out more about what John Wick's story is. So for me, as somebody who, like, I tell you, I I knew nothing, zero, about what John Wick was about, other than so jealous. that his dog died. That is the only thing that I ever knew about John Wick. So going into this movie... I mean, maybe at some point someone told me his wife died. I have no idea. But going to this movie, the only thing that I could remember about the film in any way was, I know his dog died. Um, other than that, whatever. The thing that makes me, I think, like this movie the most is because this has the most, the, probably has the least amount of action in it. Because the first, like, I don't know, at least 30, 40 minutes, maybe it's not that long. I, I didn't actually look. But there's a the good first, portion like, of the 12 be- minutes. Yeah, the first like twelve because I when I rewatched it, I kind of skipped past where the dog is initially killed because I knew the beginning. I like knew the beginning. Yeah. Like, all right, let me just get past the the sad the sad part of the film. Yeah, that part's always tough to watch. Like the he, first like, twelve minutes or so. Is, but, yeah, but but even but even like, there's still I would argue a large portion of other parts of the beginning half of the film where like you're still kind of like figuring out like, so okay, so you, you get. A little the bit funeral. of John's backstory. You get his yeah, you get the funeral, you get Willem Dafoe, you get the dog dying, you get his wife is sick. So, like, all this movie is doing to me is, like, all right. Is this movie going to take place in the past? Like, where is this movie? Like, where am I going with this? Like, I know there's a lot of fucking killing and stuff. Like, who who, who is this John Wick character now? And, oh, my God, this video is all fucked up. I apologize. The video for this is going to just be trash. So bad. Um, but I go into this and I'm just waiting for like, when, when am I going to find out like anything about John Wick? When I find out like his wife is sick, that obviously hits me in a weird specific way. Uh, so like, I was like, oh, I like a little extra empathy for John Wick as a character when he gets sent the dog and like when he gets sent the dog before he even opens the like put picks up the letter i'm like oh fuck this is definitely going to be like something about his wife in some way uh and of course it was so it's like you get this you before you find out about john's past in like the 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 whatever hitman ring of things you just like you are getting all of this empathy for him um and sort of a reason of like not not necessarily like justification for what he's about to do for three movies, but like you get it, you understand his motivations. I think pretty clearly, uh, which I appreciated because again, this is the type of sort of you know quote unquote depth that I was not expecting the movie to have. Like I was not expecting to care about John's character in that type of way, and it made me kind of miss that in the future films. Uh, two does it a little bit, but it still kind of feels like it's just riffing off of the first movie but we'll get there um but when the the father i forget uh, i have the names written down because i knew i was not going to remember all these fucking names uh 
Russian? Vigo. Vigo, yeah. Vigo, Vigo is the is like the head Russian. He when he's explaining to the kid, his kid that that's like that's fucking John Wick and whatever. Like you're getting that sense of like, all right, so like clearly that he's a badass, but like we still don't fucking know and like we don't get it. And what you kind of alluded to earlier, which I really appreciate. Actually, I can't remember if you said this on the podcast or when we were just talking before we started recording, but I'll say it again just in case we didn't mention it then. I think that, especially in the first two movies, the world building is so good, but it's also not like pushed on you aggressively. It's like, yeah, it's like it exists and you slowly get little things and they don't feel bizarre and out of the way. Like, you know, he's going to the continental. And it, clearly things are a little bit different here. He's got these gold tokens. Like clearly there's like some sort of thing here, but like it doesn't feel. There's, a, there's a lore. There's a lore. It, no, no I I just, it, it, it feels like it, it's like they're following a graphic novel, but it's like just their own yes. story. But it, it definitely feels like we're like, you know, we have some source material that we're going off of. And it's like yeah. definitely. Yeah. And it's yeah. And, and, and they have done a really good job with that, though. And I, I think it's. You know, if they're gonna make two more, it just—I mean, like we said, these—I thought these movies were all like an hour and a half, but like they were really like an hour and fifty to two-hour movies, each one yeah. of them. And uh, there's like, I'd say like sixty minutes of the two hours is like straight action. So it's like, you know, you get like a, a little bit of world building, boom, action set piece. You know, go go go. Mm. Yeah, one of my favorite like little bits of world building, so to speak, is that that fucking cop in like the first two movies. He'd be like. I love it. Again, yeah, right. So good. Right. So night, Jimmy. It's like yeah. It's like what's, and, and what like, is yeah. this deal? Everyone knows him. That's why it's so good. Like every yeah. fucking person knows him. No one questions him, and everyone just fucking st- is kind of like a like. I, w- was when they were making this first movie. Do we know? Was it supposed to be a trilogy or supposed to be more than one movie? I one hundred percent doubt it. Were those things even written? Maybe like I mean, the in, way in the way the, it, the way it ends, head, kind of, maybe, but it ends pretty open ended. Yeah, in the first one. So I mean, but like, maybe it was. So like, I I love Lance Reddick. Like, I appreciate him and stuff. So like, when he was there and he had like a kind of smaller role, his character throughout the movie is fucking like the three awesome. movies is great. fucking great to me. Like, I'm like so happy with his character progression. Uh, fucking John Leguizamo. Like, he was in the first movie so briefly, and when he pops back a little bit here and there, I'm like, I'm happy he's like still around yeah. in this universe um but oh my god yeah I, I just think they do a really good job especially in the first two movies with like not being so over the top ridiculous with like it, it it feels grounded enough that like sure in new york city i could totally un like i could totally believe that there's a hotel here that there's a fucking like assassin ring underneath it like and 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 you got to like, think about it like this. How often do we pay attention to the buildings around us? Like, I now that I have two kids, like, I said this to Amanda last night. I went out, I went ahead to go out at like 8.15, and I came back, and I'm like, Amanda, I didn't even know there were certain lights that go off in my car at night. Like, I haven't driven at night in, like, a, such a long time that, like, you know, like, I'm oblivious to fucking everything that's around me in the world. So this could be going on, like, you know, a couple miles down the road, and I'd be like, I have no idea. I don't care. Yeah. I play video games all day. You know, fuck this. Um there there's a there's a lot of good cinematography in the first movie like i i think there's a lot of really great shots uh th- like clearly with like the gratuitous like violence 
and just kind of the setting of certain fight scenes and stuff. To me, it was just like, sure, this is just Hotline Miami, the movie. Like, this is just like John Wick is like a not necessarily like a one hit kill type of guy, but he's just kind of like, you know, he always shoots people in the stomach always, and, then he, in the and then in the head. He yeah. shoots. He always shoots people twice. A couple of like yeah, shots. at least twice. At least twice. A couple people get more than once. Yeah, I mean, make sure they're two. dead. He's never, dead. he's never a one shot kill. He always shoots people twice. Um, so there's a there is a caveat to that one, but that's not until the second movie, at least. OK, all right. I'm, I'm excited to hear it. Might keep that in the brain. Don't don't lose that one. Literally the last I actually, guy. I actually had something good and I completely forgot what I was going to say, because I was like, oh, I remembered something else. It's, yeah, uh, I can't remember who the last. Oh, oh, uh, yes, yes. Fair. No, didn't he shoot him earlier? Anyway, I don't think keep, going. Going. I don't know. keep going. Yeah. <laughs> keep going. Keep going. So, uh, yeah, I, th- I just think it has good world building, like underneath everything. Like, without, again, without being like over the top, you just kind of understand that, like, when they slowly start to introduce some of the rules about, yeah. like, yep. you can't, you can't, you know, do work on the, in the continental, like, you can't do work, like, you know, on the property, stuff like that. Like just little things like that, that like, again, they're just, they get thrown into a regular conversation. It doesn't get pointed out too much. Cause that's a, that's like something I super appreciate in the second movie. And I'll just say it. Cause whatever, we're just here anyway. When the guy is chasing him back to the continental and he not, they crash their motorcycles and like, maybe John's it. This is it. Like, could be could be the end here and he just reaches over and like puts his hand that's, on the steps it's the, the third, third one. one oh it's yeah. the third one you're right yes yeah um but that's like it's it's subtle enough and they don't call attention to it where i feel like other movies would be like you can't touch me now because i'm here like and they just do that and it, it, they don't need to fucking call it out it just is what it is i mean i forget lance reddick's character lance, comes out but who does yeah. it i think he does come out. comes out and says it but well, he doesn't say it though. He just says he just he says, he says you don't want to get yourself in the same situation that he's in. Yeah. So he he yeah he says something, but it's yeah. not it. I it's I feel like other movies a lot of times would just more overtly say like, oh you can't touch me now I'm fucking here. Based. Uh, but I I I liked it a lot. I liked the. Uh, I liked a lot of the the action, which is surprising to me as someone who just doesn't really care for action movies. Like I, I thought the act, I, I just thought the first movie was very well paced. I felt like it was a lot of like slow moments, a lot of scenes with like very little dialogue, which I appreciated. It was just, it was just a good movie, and I cared about John's motivations and I cared about his character, and it it kept it like strung me along in a way where it was like I want to know more about what is going on with him. Um, like now. Now that I'm thinking about it, the second one, also had one of those movies because him and Common crashed through the window. Yeah, that's the way yeah. you're probably thinking yes. of. But yep. like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I just yeah, love I... the nightclub scene in the the first one. That whole nightclub scene when he like gets behind the guy at the beginning and he's like starts talking to him. He's like, "Why don't you take the night off?" And he's like, "Thank you, Mister yeah. Wick." And he walks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like I love that he knows everyone. Everyone fucking fears him, and it's just a constant, constant state of respect. And mm-hmm. or like we're fucked, you know. And I thought the kid uh, Alfie—I forget what his name in real life is—who yeah. plays uh, he, he's Game of Thrones dude. Who, uh, yeah. he, his I, real he's, name is Alfie. Alfie, yeah, yeah. 
he I thought he was really good in the movie because I like didn't like him at all, and that's kind of what his goal was was to like yeah. just be this dude that's fucking not like be a fucking a Lannister basically. Um, but yeah, I mean, no, he, he was, was literally he was pl- like the role he was playing was like enti- entitled kid with yeah. with uh, you know money or whatever behind him that he doesn't need to like he doesn't understand like uh, boundaries and like how things outside of his brain work and. Yep. Yeah, I mean, he was he was annoying, but that was what he was trying to trying to be. Um, and I I appreciated again. I watched these movies back to back to back, so like I might mix some of them together at points. But I appreciated. No, I know this is in the second movie, so I'll get to that when we get to the second movie. But what what else do we have to say about the first film? I mean, I personally think the ending was not great. Well, I I I'm, I'm uh, it makes me actually think that they had other plans to like. I mean, because clearly at this point, each movie like ends on like kind of like that doesn't feel satisfactory at all. You know, like, yeah. you know, kind of in each one progressively gets worse, I feel like at the same level. So they must have had some kind of idea for this. I can't remember how the first one ends. First one ends. So with... he goes to the, the, he the dog, the, the, yeah. the new dog, he goes to the shelter. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, Which that was a thing. And I guess I'll just bring it up now. Is there a reason why he never names the dog? Dog. Probably. He doesn't want to get attached. Attached. Yeah. yeah. Oh, exactly. yeah. Also, I don't think he really had the time to. I don't think he really had the chance to do it. No, yeah, he, he did. Probably, if you look at how old the dog is when he gets it out of the shelter versus yeah. how old it is at the beginning of two, there's time. Uh, yeah, I'm trying. I like. I know he's, he's trained it. Yeah, because I know two and three are like back to back, but I wasn't really yeah, clear on the timeline. One, one and two, one and two. There's there's time in between. Um, I will say that rewatching the first two and watching the third one, the movies definitely feel like there are arcs within the films. Wait, so that that you say that the John Wick one takes four days. John Wick two takes place four days after the first one. That's four it. days after the first yeah. one. That's it didn't. Yeah, it didn't because like no, the beginning of the second one like is a, yeah. Yeah. Well, the beginning of the second one, like he has to get his car back. Like yeah, his car was. Think, yeah, that's true. I think they reference that. Vigo's brother. Yeah. Yeah, I think they reference it in the third movie that like when the when the adjudicator comes, I think at some point she says like you've been letting this guy run around for a week doing whatever the fuck he wants. I feel like they say something like that. They um, they do mention a time frame, and I think it includes like the bloodbath that was John Wick one. So yeah, it, it was not a long period of time. Yeah. Um, but. Yeah, I, I think the first film is just really good. It's just a really good movie. Like I was like, no, go ahead. I was just gonna say it's like it's it's a super easy watch. It's really entertaining, and yeah, it's it's you know how everyone says like I love Fast and Furious because it's cheesy popcorn action. Like I kind of view like John Wick as that, but like I think it's at a high way higher level. And like I just I, I mean I'm not both, a big fast. Both of these movies are kind of motivated by family. Yeah, well, I, I just it's well, motivated by a lack of family. Still like, there's a lot, there's a lot of a, like a ridiculousness soon, in fair. John Wick, but like this, it's still grounded in a little bit of reality at the same time. Whereas, like you know, the Fast and the Furious movies are just like fucking, we're gonna fucking shoot this grappling hook off the side of the hook, spin our yeah, car around the, while you're Fast riding. Fast and Furious on are on, they're on Fast Nine. Wait for John Wick to get to. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah, I, mean, I feel like they both. I feel like they both gave into a certain like theme. Where John Wick gave into like gratuitous violence, Fast and the Furious gave into like nonsense action, like gratuitous, yeah, gratuitous much. driving. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, right. yeah. Um, Judas actually, yeah, yeah. I, I feel like we didn't even talk about a major part of the film, which is Willem Dafoe's character. Uh, and I meant to kind of go back and look into this. Uh, I forgot about it until just now. Is Willem Dafoe's character at any point actually trying to kill John Wick, or is he just trying to make sure no one I don't else think kills so. him? I think I he's think always trying to. I, I, me and Mike had this conversation recently within the past week. I yeah. am under the impression that Willem Dafoe's character took the contract and had intended to fulfill the contract until Adrian Palicki broke the rules of the First. Continental. And oh. then and then he was like, yeah, fuck this. If everybody's going to go against the contract, like the rules of the contract, then I'm going to protect John. Well, OK, yeah. so I was thinking about that just now. But then why was he like, why did he have his sights on John in the Continental? Because he would have also been breaking the rules. If he had killed him right then, no, because he's not in the continental. He wasn't. He didn't shoot him. He didn't shoot him. But why was he like? But like, I think that would probably be a loophole because he just he's to... not. He, I think it'd be a loophole because he's not. He is not in the continental. Like mm -hmm. technically, Willem Dafoe is not is not conducting business in the continental. He's conducting business across the street in a fucking other room. He also hadn't pulled the trigger, which means that maybe he was just watching, like maybe he was just casing him, like waiting for him to come outside. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Uh, which then brings to the other point. So clearly John Wick is this fucking impossible to kill. He's the boogeyman. He's the Baba Yaga. Yeah. But he was seemingly going to die until Willem Dafoe shot one of those henchmen off of him. So like, do he's we? He's not invincible, we... but he does. He does have like a lot of decent friends. Or yeah. I mean, not 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 to skip forward to the third one though. But he should have died like several times in the third one. But like people respected him and wouldn't kill him like a fucking coward. They wanted to kill him like a yeah. man, you know. Like so, like he could have easily like if those people wanted to be as dirty as John is, they probably fucking could have just killed. You know what I'm saying? Like, but those yeah. people like we, we respect you way too much. But the thing is, is though. So actually, I didn't think to look at it that way that actually makes a lot of sense because now i don't think willem dafoe's character was ever he maybe he was intending on filling the contract but i don't think he was ever intending on shooting him in the continental i think he's probably casing it like dom said and when he realized that that other uh assassin is breaking the rules the like the bounds that tie all these people you know to some sort of structure he's like fuck that i'm not honoring i'm not gonna do that but that's kind of like i feel like john also doesn't really break the rules and he also kind of doesn't like I, like i feel like there are certain fights where he he's like sort of like you sure you want to do this like this is i'm not trying to like whatever and he's left a few people alive he leaves common alive in two see you uh, later see you later yeah yep. I'll, be, I'll, be I'll, be, you. I'll be seeing i'll be seeing you, you. be seeing you. um and it's funny because every time that that line gets said there are certain times where, like, when he kills Ruby Ruby Rose, is that her name? Yep. When yep. he kills Ruby Rose's character, she says, or she signs, I'll be seeing you, and he just says, sure. Because sure, he's, yeah. he's like, no, I didn't leave you alive. Does, does, doesn't he say, like, no, you won't to the other guy, too, at the end? He's like, I'll, he's like, I'll be he seeing you. He says, no, you, you won't, won't to the... the... No, you won't. Yeah. The, like, no, won't. <laughs> he fights towards the end of three, yeah. yes. Um, <laughs> I also, and this is, again, jumping ahead to fucking two, when him and common meat in italy in that so party good, yeah. and like oh are you working oh, you're working again yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like, yep he's like having a good, good. Ha having a good night 
unfortunately. Unfortunately. <laughs> like, so fucking good. And then yeah. when they fight, and then they end up at the, whatever the Continental is in, in Italy. In They're Rome. not all called the Continental, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think they are. Yeah. Oh, they are all called to the Continental. Okay. I, I, I think it's well, like a well, chain for them. Well, well, to be fair, the one in, um, is it Morocco in the third one? Uh, yeah, I think so. They call it, um... Casablanca. Something else. Oh, Casablanca. Yeah, Casablanca. Yes, yeah, yeah. yes. Uh, so when they're in the Continental in Italy, when they're at the bar, and, like, Common is like, don't worry, I got this one. Consider it a professional courtesy. John then says that back to him when he leaves him alive, and I'm fucking, like, the perfect fucking line. Like, so good. Such a good line. Remember I when also... Common was, like, the big, like, action star... Yeah. Logan in that aces. period of time, yeah. he was he was yeah like, he had like a bunch of movies. He was like in smoke and aces and shit. Yep. Um, yep. I I really liked how I don't know why when um when John goes to the Continental in Rome and the management meets him there is like I have to ask, are you here for the Pope? For the Pope? Yeah. <laughs> he's like no, he's like oh, he's like oh. Um, so so let's let's wrap up one before we go into the next movies. So I was kind of disappointed pointed with Willem Dafoe's character the like arc I'm sad that like he was killed in the movie he was, he was taken out so early considering like how much yeah. these movies have like but grown. Jen also said knew. apparently Jen said that Willem Dafoe always dies in movies Is that, I don't know if that's a thing or not he does quite a bit um, yeah he died platoon, in Spider-Man platoon. He's, he was uh, the platoon. he's he was coming in platoon. back in like... fucking New World No, no Way Home <laughs> Um, he does he in a lot of stuff, I'd say, but you know, I mean, I would also say that I would also say that his character was used. So they made specific reference to "You are the last of the old guard." Yes. Me. It seems like John is part of that. Yes, I think so. But but it but it also like going into two and seeing John break the rules in two, like literally, like straight up, like the whole reason that there's a third and past that is that he literally gives a shit about the rules in two. And that scene is so like, fucking good. It almost seems like the, the killing of Willem Dafoe is like the, the turning point for John where he like, all right, now he's completely unhinged. Well, to be fair, that whole thing sort of, pr that whole turn of events, I guess comes about because the rules being broken. Correct. Because of I I forget what her uh Miss Perkins, Miss Perkins' character breaks the rules, and that's why that is all even happening. Because then she's casing Willem Defoe's character, and that's how she he gets back to Vigo because she's she watches them two at the bridge towards the end of the movie, and I'm assuming rats out to Vigo that oh, what's his name. Uh, well, Defoe. No, uh, Marcus. I think it begins the M. Yeah, Marcus. Yeah. Marcus. Mar Marcus and and John are under the bridge talking, and she probably just points put puts two and two together and say, "Oh, Marcus was never going to fulfill that contract. He was actually crossing you." So, but if they didn't know that this movie was going to be as successful as it was, they would have kept William Defoe around. Like you Maybe. know what I'm saying? Like I feel Maybe. like he could have been like a great character to keep her. Like you know. Yeah. Because they, they have great, like this franchise gets fucking amazing actors, like throughout, like for, each installment. Seemingly has, small roles. Yeah. Yes, like I, I forget the 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 in is it three, um the, the ballet. I forget, is it Angelica Houston is that her name? 
Yeah, like, Houston, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like it's get like actors that I'm just like, oh, okay, random. I don't but, know. Yeah. I feel like I feel like all of the um advertising for three had Halle Berry like plastered all over it and she was in one minutes. Yeah, yeah. Like fifteen, twenty minutes, yeah. Um But I guess I guess it's sort of it's like an unfortunate turn of circumstance. Like he's Willem Dafoe's character's collateral damage that sort of kind of sets up John Wick's character arcs going forward. Uh, yeah. He re- that really can't exist without that. They could have maybe tried to pull something off with a different character. Like they could have maybe did it to John Leguizamo's character, but they would have had to have put some different scenes in the movie that would have like showed their relationship being this long-standing thing. Before we get off of uh, one, I wanted to say that that's like one of my favorite scenes in one. When Vigo's son goes to see him, oh my and he god, just literally, so good. I, I forgot about, and that's what I, that's what I was, uh, yeah, like that whole scene, and like you can see, like the second he's like, "Where'd you get that car?" Everyone's like, like spooked, you know, like and yeah. that, like, and that starts like the chain reaction of everything, yes. and you're just like, "Oh yeah, and that's it's so good." And that's the, like compound on what I said earlier is like, and that's he, why he punches him though, because he knows he's not going to get in trouble, because it's the second that Vigo yes. talks to him, he's like, he goes, "Oh," <laughs> and then hangs <laughs> yeah, up the exactly. phone, you know, it's so good. Uh, but th- that's like the other part of how, why I think the first movie is probably my favorite overall, just because it's like, is that slow buildup of like, I know John Wick is this person, but like, yep. I don't know yet. And it's like a slow tease of like, John Leguizamo fucking knows, and he's letting me know Everyone that like, knows. he's yeah, fucking right. bad. Like, he's, yeah. you can't not fuck with John Wick. As um, he's busting out the sledgehammer and they're talking, yeah. and he's like, yes, yeah. that is a good scene too. I was like, what the fuck is this guy doing? Um, Trying to bury his past. But yeah, so good. I was kind of mad when the when uh, I just wasn't a big. I wasn't like a super fan of how the movie ended. Yeah, I get that. Um, but I mean, it's not. It wasn't a deal breaker. I still enjoyed the ride, and I thought it was. I thought it was really good. Anyone else have anything else to say about the first film before we move on? Uh, I I liked um Vigo's like number number two guy, fucking mayhem, mayhem guy. Just like every single time, I was like, English Vigo, please, I don't speak Russian. Isn't he the Austin um, guy? Yeah, chaos. Yeah, that, yeah. he's in and other things. I, I am another guy because I was like, I was like, the only he's, thing I knew him uh, from was that, and I was like, this guy's. Please tell me he's been other things. No, so, so I know yeah. him from uh, Thirty Rock because he's uh, what's her, Liz Lemon's boyfriend for like a huge chunk of like that that show's yeah. run. He he was on Brooklyn Nine Nine. He was on SVU. Okay. Um, yeah, he's got a lot of stuff, but I liked I liked him, and I I liked the whole I liked at like towards the end, right before he dies, where Vigo has clearly just like given up. He is he's like right. getting high. It's like he like hands him the gun. Gun. He's like, huh? Uh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, off, off topic, Brendan, but you need to watch Thirty Rock and like start no, from the beginning. Fucking trash. I'm sorry. No, I've yeah, watched you're crazy. a lot of it. It's you're fine. Crazy. It's whatever. You, def- watched, you I, have not I, watched a lot of it. I, if you think it's I've watched enough of it to know that like I can't sit through that whole show. I don't think you probably didn't watch the first season to get to know the character. Oh no, I, I watched it. Watched... I watched it from step one. It's I don't just know not... said that's so trash. Oh, that show is so underrated. I, I, so maybe... Is this the next John Wick? No, it's not <laughs> the next John Wick. <laughs> right. Two years, cut to two years from now. Yo, fucking Tracy Morgan's character is so good. Tracy Jordan, oh my god, great. That's his character's name, right? Tracy Jordan. The PTC yeah, TV so. show club. Listen, get that, get that <laughs> Patreon bucks up. We'll make a PTC movie club, TV club, <laughs> yeah, AV video. Anyways. Uh, Todd mentioned it, and they do this throughout the movies, and I love it. I love, I fucking love 
the phone calls in this in these movies because it is almost always the person that's getting the call is just like the, you don't need to say the answer. The answer is I'm hanging up the fucking phone on you, and it's yeah. it just always feels a, good. A lot call. of yeah, a lot of times yeah. they call. It's like you should have just run away, Jonathan. You should have been just like, Bip. like <laughs> right. you know, the high table's not gonna like this. You know, we're gonna take like, away the continent. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it, the fact that they call, all call him Jonathan. Yeah, right. Yeah, I think only Ian McShane's character calls him Jonathan. I think no, everyone there's else. Somebody, no. There's somebody else that calls him Jonathan. Someone else calls him, okay. calls him Jonathan too, but it's mostly Ian McShane's character. And John Wick is like a is like a pseudonym. A pseudonym? Yeah. So like, it's not like his name is not Jonathan at all. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh it's oh, it's so good. It's so fucking good. All right, are we wrapped on one. Can we move to two? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Sure. So. Two opens up with immediate lore building. City city chase scene, knocks the guy over, pulls out some sort of fucking I don't can't remember if it's a like silver key card or a golden key card. It must be like a key card or something. He pulls something out of the guy, drives away. Find out it's to go to fucking Vigo's uh brother's warehouse where they're funneling stuff. But actually before we get there. John Wick 2, open February 2017, with a budget of a little over, what the fuck's the budget? I don't know what the budget is, box office budget doesn't list its budget. How much do we think it did in theaters? I'm going to go back uh, to 150 on this one. I'm going to say 100. Yeah, I got nothing. 120, in between the other two. Uh, <laughs> I wish I knew the budget, because it did 171. Ooh, wow. we'll so, there was a lot of hype after the first one came out there was like people like the buzz happened and it happened qu- like week by week everyone was like have you seen john wick have you seen john you know like and i, I it makes sense there was and then that reviewed really fucking well as well to budget of 40 million so they they doubled the budget and they yeah, fucking, then, they yep. made 131.5 million on top of the budget yeah so they 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 did a good good job with yeah. uh with these these couple movies so far um so yeah i mean it's i i, I think it's e- safe to say i know i haven't revealed the third movie's numbers yet but i think we can all guess which way it's going and right. these all, all three of these movies are both critical and uh you know financial commercial, commercial successes so that's uh it's good for uh for a brand new franchise to to have that kind of heading its way uh mm-hmm. i don't know why this i closed this window whoops so, movie starts off with immediate world building. There's more people in this family that are, are doing stuff, and it's starting right off with the bat. Like, dude comes in the office, same line about John Wick is a is a con, you know a, what what is the line? He's a he's a, a man, man of focus, focus. <laughs> a man of commitment, uh, sheer fucking will. He once killed a man with with you know three men with one pencil or whatever. It's a yeah, the, like, then, the guy, the guy with him, he's like, he's like, yeah, yeah I heard, yeah, it. exactly. And as this conversation's happening, you see John Wick is breaking into this place to get his car back. Um, which the dog thing, I get, I totally get it, because like dog wife connection, got it. And it's not that I don't get the car thing, and I'm not mad about the car thing, but I appreciate the car thing simply because of 
what happens when I can't remember if it's when he gets in the car for the first time or when he gets the car home. Regardless, he like opens he, the, the glove compartment or whatever, and he has like more. I think that's once he gets wife. into the car, isn't it? A picture of his wife. Yeah. So it's like, all right, I'm on board. John Wick. He, John Wick's one thing is I don't want to be in this fucking world anymore. I'm still mourning. It, literally, he's like, again, these movies take place. Would you say four days apart? Yeah, uh, six days total, all all of them. So uh, he's he's in the process of of mourning and grieving his wife still. Um, he has no one that he he loves. The dog. Yeah, you, you know what? Loves. You don't really think about that either. Like, I mean, because the movies are so far apart and everything, and then you were like six days. His wife just died. You know, we think about it like, oh, his wife died so long ago, and he's still angry. You know, it's like, yeah. but you when you actually yes. look at it, like, you know, yes, which makes which again, like, I I, I mentioned that the second movie kind of not necessarily like a, a, a cheap pull of like sort of just kind of harping on the same thing as the motivational setup for what happens next um but it sort of is kind of the same thing so we get uh Wait, do you think so? Cause i feel like i feel like the second builds a lot off of like the past of like what john did i feel like it's like you know what i'm saying i don't find it to be the same story maybe i'm crazy so- or it is and it isn't. So, like, they clearly are just building on top of that. Like, they're building on top of one. But mm-hmm. the beginning of the movie, and again, I didn't, I didn't dislike it because, like, that motivation, especially being that fresh, is like that's not an absurd thought to me that he's still like, a doesn't want to fucking do this anymore, and b is still like mourning uh, everything. Plus. I don't remember if they do it as much in the second movie, but in the first movie, it's a constant, like, it's a joke to everyone else. Like, all because of a fucking dog, and it's like, no, it's not a fucking so like, It's, it's basically like they're all, it's basically like all these assassins are basically friends, because at some point in their careers, they all went to one another to call upon a favor for one person to do something. You know what I'm saying? Because everyone has one yeah. of these markers. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, like, I feel like they all actually are, like, quote-unquote friends, but... Uh, I, I would argue like, at least the high level ones, you know, they probably have, you know, communicate a drink in the continental together. You know what I mean? Like they've, they've yeah. crossed paths in some ways, whether it's, you know, taking the blood oath or I, I'm not talking about the high table stuff, but like more or less like the hitmen themselves, like all yeah. of those. Yeah. Like, cause like they're all like, I mean, like, uh, what's it call it in three, what's her name with the dogs? Kelly Berry's character. Yeah. Yeah, she has okay. John has one on her, and okay. then the, the bad guy in two has one on him, and then like you know, yeah. like, and then he has the chain from and and from the ballerina coats in the third one, and you know, like yes. it's just like an ever ending. Like they all just work together, but then they all fuck well, each so other. The, the ballerina thing is a little bit different because I think I think that was like it made it. That's seem where he to came me, from, I basically. Yeah, it made it seem to yeah. me that like John was an orphan and he was yeah. raised there. Yeah, that's his red because, room. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. 100%. I mean, yes. That's, yeah, you're that's, not wrong. It, when they showed all the wrestlers and doing all the same moves, it, he's always doing the hip throws and always doing the leg takedowns. Yeah. He's doing like the jujitsu, basically. And like, yeah, yeah. Yep. That was his mm-hmm. like home base. That's why she said you can never come back here and burns his back, you know? Like, yeah. So, like, I, the opening was fine. Like, I liked some parts of it. A lot of, again, I'm just not a big action person. So, like, when, when he, different taxis just like running into him and all this stuff, I'm like, all right, get, get to like what's next. Like, I get it. He's got the car now. Like, what, what's next? He's back at his house. 
uh, San, San Santino comes by with the with again, not over the top, not beating your head. Pulls out the marker. They talk about it a little bit. They don't go too crazy into detail. You don't really like you you get it that there's some other thing at play here, but you don't really get it because they're not beating you over the head with it. It's just kind of like here's a plot device. Here's a thing. We're talking about it. I need you to do something. Not going to do it. I don't want to do this anymore. Blah blah blah. He leaves. Blows up his house. This now is what cavalcades John into like more. This is why I think again, it's not like it's not necessarily cheap because I don't think it demeans the movie and I still think it's earned. Um, but blows up his house and what does that do? It erases everything of his wife, burns his phone, burns all of his pictures. So like he loses everything physical from his wife, except for the bracelet when he goes back and finds it or whatever it is, his bracelet necklace. I forget. Uh, something like that. Some piece of jewelry. Yeah. If, you, if you think about it, though, like everyone's following the rules except for John. John's like denying the fucking same no, thing. He, he was following the rules, though, until no, the saying, end of one. No, I know. He but like even when the rules until the end of one. Yeah. But then when that guy gives him the fucking the marker, he's not because he's, like, he's not following the rules anymore. But then he's begging Halle Berry to do the same thing that he just said fucking no to, and it's like I'm not doing it, you know? Like it's but like. I mean, he... but, he also, but he also says I don't expect you to do exactly what I'm asking. Of course, even just, but, yeah. even just getting me there will do, be enough. Yeah. Um... He essentially says like I'm I'm actually asking you to do this with my marker, but I'm not going to actually like force this upon you. All I want is to get there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then he like um, begs her not to pull the gun out. But that's yes, a different movie. So, yeah, yeah, that's three. Yeah, it is three. Yeah. Um. So that all happens now. John is reignited to get back out there. Wants his car fixed. Actually, I think the car fixing thing might happen before and or he. I don't know if John. I think he already. Before or after. Yeah, I think he. I think he takes the car before. Yeah. Uh, this is one of Mike's favorite scenes because uh, Jimmy comes back and, you know, oh, gas leak? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, gas leak. <laughs> I'm pretty sure at this point, too, he, I think I think he asks him, so you're working again? And he goes, see you later, Jimmy. And he walks later, away. <laughs> uh, it's, it's, one of, it's one of Keanu's, like, only full sentences in the movie, I think. Um, but back at the Continental, I love that... Uh, Lance Riddick is back because his character's great. I love that he leaves the dog this time with Lance Riddick's character, and then when they re like when he reunites with the dog, it's like Lance Riddick's character fucking loved the dog. He's like, oh, I like no, like right. that was you know time well that spent. Was great. Uh, which then sets up the third movie, the dog going back there, which makes sense because that was the other thing too. It's like I was waiting in John Wick two and three for them to kill a dog at some point. And I'm yeah, glad they didn't do it. Yeah. because if they did, then I probably would have been like, okay, they're just literally re- rehashing the same motivations. Right. Um, I, I did sort of kind of appreciate in three that like, it was sort of reversed where try to kill the dog, doesn't kill the dog. And the dogs are fucking killing people. Um, I thought, I thought you shot dog my was- dog. Believe yeah. me. I get it. Uh, I also I, was confused. Yes. Yeah. Because when because well, saw... so he shoots the dog. Yeah. And then Halle Berry goes on like a killing spree against yeah. the un- the Onion Knight. 
Um, that that was him, right? Yes. Okay. Um, and then so then they're in that next. Wait, did you think the dog was dead? Yeah, they're in that next room, and I see that. And then I see another dog jump by, and I'm like, wait a second, what? I thought they killed that dog. No, so I don't know if these guys because I watched this. No, because the dog had a bulletproof vest. Yeah, he had a bulletproof, and she pulls the bullet off his vest. Okay, I missed that part. Yeah, right before she pulls the gun off, she like knows the dog's okay, and she pulls the bullet off. But she's like, she doesn't give a fuck. I mean, if someone shot my dog, even in the bulletproof vest, I'd probably do the same thing. Yeah. So actually, if it's the Onion Night. Yeah, right. <laughs> I I love that the dogs get some revenge in this in that movie. Um, we didn't we're not get there a Game yet. of Thrones character in the second movie, did we? What's that? We didn't get a Game of Thrones character in the second movie, did we? No, I, we should have actually. I don't think. Yeah, no. Uh, I mean, no I can I can name the main cast right now. I don't know. I don't know any Game of Thrones people. No, I don't think there is know. anyone. I can't think of anybody. Uh, aside from like the main main people, uh, Peter Str- Stormare. Bridget Moynihan, Franco Nero, or Bridget Moynihan's Bridget, just his wife. Bridget Moynihan, who's not in any of the movies. No, she she's like literally like one scene and then pictures. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Franco Nero, uh, Ian McShane, that's Winston. Um, Ian uh, McShane's not in Game of Thrones. Claudia Gerini, that's his sister. That's Ian the McShane's sister that kills herself. Uh, Was Stevens. Uh, Peter Serafinowicz. Who is fucking that's fantastic? The, the voice yeah. of Darth Maul. Voice of Darth uh, Maul. Oh, who is in Guardians of the Galaxy? Okay. What, what, what actor is that though? Who who is? Oh yeah, he's, the, he's also uh, he's also uh, there are a bunch of a holes. A holes. Wait, what's guy the guy talking about? The guy. The... Hold on, wait, don't say it, Mike. I want because I, I want to talk about that scene because I fucking okay. love that scene. Um, Peter, Se- oh that's that's that guy. Uh, Luca Mosca, Tobias Segal. Uh, yeah, Thomas yeah. Sadowski, Chuck Iwuji, Eric Franzen, and Perry Young. So I don't know if any of those people are in Game of Thrones. No. Um, so I don't know what we want to talk about in the movie, but once we get to Italy, does anyone want to talk about anything before Italy? Not that I can think of. So when he gets to Italy and he gets to, you know, the continental there, Mike brought up the Pope line, which is a great line. I agree. Uh, but when he goes, so like it doesn't, it, unless they say something and I just missed it, it doesn't seem like what he's initially doing is going to get fucking kitted out to go kill motherfuckers. Cause like he goes to like a bookstore and then he goes to like a tailor, but it's like everything's a front and then he goes out into like the back. And then when he goes up to the the lady, like the, the concierge, the concierge at the, at the continental, and he's like, Oh, is the sommelier in? And that's the guy, Todd. The gun guy. Yeah. That's the guy they were talking about. That's, that's the Darth I don't race. remember him from anywhere. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Yeah. So, yeah. Th- like, that whole thing was like, like, I've never seen The Kingsman, but I feel like The Kingsman, to me, as someone who's never seen it and only has seen commercials and know nothing about The Kingsman. Very, very, very similar. Very but The similar. Kingsman, to me, seems over the top. This is like, it's like over the top, but also works in this fucking universe you know what the first kingsman actually really works in the same way that this movie works i would really? say watch the first yeah i think you'd actually yeah. really like the first kingsman too i don't know the second kingsman is just a little i didn't like it yeah. as much it wasn't anywhere near but the first like when i see what's the main actor in the kingsman movie like uh in the first one Taron. no the Colin older Firth? guy the, the, Colin Firth. his scene in the Colin church Jefferson, and everything, 
that scene in the church is very like John Wickus, where he's like doing the moves yeah. and he's like, you know, and you're just like, yeah. like, yeah, I mean, yeah, it works. This isn't I me would, hating I, on Kingsman. I just don't know anything. About no, Kingsman. no, no. You should definitely watch the first one, though. I, I highly recommend it. The first movie. Um. Okay. Maybe, 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 or maybe someone will make it their pick for a month. Who knows? Who's to say? Mike loves Kingsman. I know that. Um. So yeah, the Somalia scene is so fucking good. The suit thing is also like, again, sort of ridiculous. He's tailoring him a bulletproof suit. Why doesn't he just always have a bulletproof suit from that point forward? I don't know. Can they only make it in Italy? Who the fuck knows? But I also like that, like, in New York, it's not that ridiculous. But in Italy, it is that ridiculous because it feels like it just feels like it fits for some reason. I, I, I don't know how, how they do it in Italy. That's what I'm saying. Like It just feels like that's how it works in Italy. And that's just how it is. They've been doing this for longer. I don't know. So it's just, uh, I appreciate that. And like the Somali scene is just so good. Yes. When he's, when he's the way he's like picking his weapons and it's like, what kind of party you're going to like, or when the tailor's like, what is it? Are you, you know, how do you want to be dressed for, for this or for this? It's like, yeah, I need one for day day and one Mm -hmm. for night. Like, just like, so it's just so stupid. So good. Tactical. (laughs) Um, So great. I want to make a big bang. Yeah, right. <laughs> dessert is the knife, right? I think so. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. so fucking good. Such a good fucking thing. Um, and then I I actually didn't like the the next couple of scenes. I wasn't really a big fan of like this concert in the fucking catacombs or whatever. Like, yeah, it was kind of weird. It was just it made that. no fucking yeah. sense. Like, it like felt very, it felt very Blade esque. It was like the it was like the Great Woods or Matrix Two. Yeah. Or Matrix 2, yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I, I get that. 100%, like, this, yeah. like, the settings in the first movie felt more realistic and grounded. Like, yeah, he's going after this Russian dude. They're going to a fucking nightclub. It it all makes sense. It kind of fits together. Where, like, I don't know. I looked at Jean at one point when he goes into the to the ladies, like, where, she's, where she ends up killing herself. I was like... I was like, oh, the fucking bathrooms in Italy are fucking ridiculous, huh? And she's like, what are you talking <laughs> about? I'm like, never mind. Like, just never mind. Um, but like, yeah, it's just kind of, it's kind of like that whole section of the movie was a little what, ridiculous to me. Like, I don't even think I necessarily understood the reason why she was killing herself. Like, I get it. Like, I'm not going to let someone else dictate my life. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I don't know. It just, it didn't seem. Oh, come on. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think everything after that part, though, and I completely agree with you on that part. I think the weakest part of two is that part until he does the escape where he has all his gun stations in different areas and everything. But I do agree. I think that's like that whole little chunk right there is a very weak part of the movie. But I think moving into the next part is some of my favorite stuff where like they put the hit out on him and like literally like every person you see it's like it's like more world building it's like everyone's a fucking hit man in this world you know like yeah, yeah everyone flips their phone they look and they're like yeah oh, i'm gonna stop playing the violin now mm-hmm. and then and then i'm, that's gonna, st- I'm gonna be stop being a street performer now i'm an assassin yeah right <laughs> yeah and then that leads into we finally get a scene with a pencil you know they at the yeah. at the wherever he strolls into the bar and when he puts the pencil against the wall and just like pushes oh, the guy's damn, head in yeah i like, guess i don't so, remember that scene no I'll have to rewatch oh. it yeah, i don't yeah, it's, it's in the subway the the I, giant I the giant like japanese guy too the battle with him is yeah, awesome too yeah, right yes i remember um, movie theater and i was like like a like a kid in a candy shop i was like so giddy i'm like he's using a pencil he's using you know like i was like yes yes let's see it yeah. 
Um, I remember. Well, that all makes sense that that's why John Wick's pickaxe in Fortnite is a fucking pencil. Now it makes sense. Wait, is it really? That's amazing. I don't know. Uh, I don't know if it's the real John Wick skin that has a pencil pickaxe oh, okay. or if it's the fake. Oh, that's John Wick good. Skin. Regardless, either way, there's a pencil pickaxe. That's it's awesome. not like I... a giant pencil. It's like a big black thing that just has a pencil yeah. at the tip. So you just like you're beating someone. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I remember the the second movie really clicking for me and like everything about John Wick clicking for me when John and Common's character were just like they were they were in the subway station and they were like just trying to sneak shots at each other with like science yeah, pistols. I love it. Like, like, yeah, yeah, it's like, so good. Yeah. I was like, this is this is madness and I love it. Yeah. So, so good. That I was it's funny you you like that scene because I was gonna bring that scene up because I don't know how I feel about that scene simply because it's like you have I mean Common clearly seems to be an above average a hitman as well. So like he seems like he is not a fucking Joe Schmo. Mm-hmm. John Wick, he's taking a lot of shots. He's not missing a lot of shots. The both of them miss so many shots in that scene, and I'm just like, come on. It's because of the people. Is hitting, the people. It's just, at least I, it's hitting yeah. everyone. It, it's just, it I just felt seems like they so... were toying with each other almost. Yeah. It, was I almost agree, yeah. It, it seemed like they were hitting like just behind and just in front of each other as if they on were purpose. doing it on purpose. Yeah. Yeah. I could see that. The other thing I can think too, and I don't think this ever gets mentioned in a movie, but it seems like there's probably a very hefty price to pay if you were to like kill or injure someone that either isn't a contract or isn't an assassin. So they must be like very cautious to not injure civilians because it's the same thing in the first movie like he clearly could have taken shots at the kid in the club but there were just too many he was using people as like regular people as shield civilians and he wasn't shooting when that was the case so do i think john could have hit those shots absolutely there was also a weird thing with him and common when common sees him after the hit's gone out and the fountain goes up and there's a shot taken through the fountain and then it seems like everything stops Mm mm-hmm it seemed like, like you said, like once the fountain went up and the shot went through, they were like, all right, we don't know who's on the other side. Like we can't take shots at each other. Right. Yeah. Like you said, like sense. there could be, there could be a civilian almost. Yeah. That's, that's probably what it is. I mean, when you get to John Wick 3, it doesn't fucking matter because all rules are seemingly out the window, at least Yo, for John Wick, movie. because that he's movie, excommunicado. <laughs> um, but John Wick 3's violence is is it's on so yeah, there's it's, there's it's a so few scenes though. where like I'm just like it's looking good. away like I don't need to see these like throats slit and like certain like the eye one, the eye one was the so, yeah, bad. I was so oh, bad. I bad Oof, yeah. brutal. um that whole scene I mean we'll talk yeah we'll, talk yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll get there we'll the thr- get there the thrift shop scene is the worst it's yeah. so it's so good though it's it's like uh, one of my favorite scenes so um so I liked Common and 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 John Wick's characters together. I'm happy that there's potential that he's not actually dead because I'm he leaves sure. him on the train and he says, "If you pull that out, you'll bleed to death." So yeah, but I don't know if you can if he could actually Come get back from that. Place where yeah. he, but at the same time, he might, but I didn't he, realize he, because... he leaves it with the words. It's a, I call that a I, like that's a professional, oh, a professional courtesy professional. instead of saying yeah. I'll, but I think he was like, just I'll being be seeing a, you. I think he was just being like. A vindictive dick there like that was just it's, thing. but uh um wasn't say was it didn't cross my mind when i was re-watching it the other day but it it hit me because like it was on tv again i was watching I'm like oh yeah that's basically it not the exact same thing but essentially what ends up happening with 
uh, Lawrence Fishburne's character or what he says happened to him in the past when they first interact. It's like, hey, listen, I'm going to do this. If you try and kill me, it's it's going to kill you because if, you have to like keep pressure on like this wound yep. so you don't bleed out. So you're like, you're not going to kill me. And he like survives that. I don't know if Common can pull up the same thing, but I'd, I'd like it if he did. I think, I think, it's left I think Common. Yeah, and I think Common is actually that's his best role he's done because it's very hard to to Common has such a unique voice that like it's very hard to like remove the Common rap persona from anything he's ever done. And I felt like this movie was like the the first time I was like, oh, Common's really good in this fucking movie. Like he was really good in it. And like he's he was, like we said, he was in a lot of movies at the same time. Like oh, hey, it's Common. It's Common again. Oh, it's Common. You know, because he's got like. Wait, does he? Yeah, I mean, it's for music, but... Oh, okay. What was it for? Yeah. Him and John Legend got one for Glory, I'm pretty sure. Yes, oh, okay. They... I was going to leave that part out. He just... <laughs> Common has an Oscar. Yeah. He has an Oscar. It doesn't matter. Yeah, It's yeah. like Lady Gaga has an Oscar, too. She's fucking gold. <laughs> um. So, yeah, that, that's a good relationship. Again, we brought up the bar scene. Uh, it was great. Uh, Kale in the chat said, nah, Common's best role was in Suicide Squad. Never seen either of them, so I have no idea if that's a joke or not. But... <laughs> yeah, it's a joke. Is I, Suicide Squad? I think he is, actually. I could be Might wrong. Be but... first one. I can't remember who he played, but I think he was in the first one. The movie one. was so bad, I, doesn't even, I couldn't even... I haven't oh, watched yeah. either of them. Also uh, an Oscar. Uh, Oscar. Yeah. Common <laughs> is tied to at least two Oscar movies. Probably more, because I'm sure he's had music in other movies that have won Oscars, I bet. Um, but... Yeah, so I I uh, I appreciated that bar scene a lot. I thought it was really good. I I kind of just I I like the odd structure of what's going on under the high table. Like I just like that. Like there are these random rules and well, not random, but there are these like rules and codes that they all abide by. And it's like just like this is what they're doing. Um, common Plato Cyrus. Um, Didn't say it still. Yeah, but uh, I I appreciated that. And then I, w- from that point forward, the movie, he goes, does that when he goes the back muse- to New York? The museum. Scene. No, he has to, he has to go. He's still like in the subway and like more people are after him. So that's when he gives the coin to one of the homeless people. And they take ah, him. Yes. Oh, yeah, to they King. Yep. Yes. Yeah. Uh, hey, you man, can you give me a quarter? <laughs> Yeah, I love that. Part. That, was a, that was a pretty good scene too. That yeah. was a good scene too. I was like, he like he like literally just like he like just take me there, and he like covers yeah. himself with a tarp. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know. So the, this whole aspect of John Wick in two and three, when like the Bowery Kingdom gets brought into play, it's like again, this is like super fucking absurd, but it feels like it makes sense in that world, yeah. and it also feels very like, uh, like it just feels very like. Yakuza like a dragon to me. Whoa, just yo, like... I was getting friendly just read my mind. I was literally just I just picture him sleeping on the ground to try to like put the tarp. Yes, and, like, yeah. Was, I'm just like I was literally just gonna say that. I was not expecting you to go that route, but like yeah. I was gonna like say I that. feel like it was just cha- <laughs> like it channels that same type of absurdity where it's like yes, exactly. Yakuza games are about like you know Yakuza clans like family like all these things like inter family like feuds across the cities and stuff and that's like kind of similar not really but like similar enough uh no it was where my brain went so yeah (laughs) um but Lawrence Fishburne's character is great and fucking ridiculous uh carrier pigeon fucking 
intel across the fucking city through pigeons just nonsense um but we're still not sure if like if that's just made up because he like says like yeah all all my pigeons like they can't be hacked he says that in the third one but like <laughs> what information is he passing we never see anybody <laughs> else with pigeons yeah. I, that he part it's like his 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 home like his homeless homie boys well, we, where... I guess I guess we see pigeons at the end of John Wick Two. There's a bunch of pigeons on the top of the statue as Winston sends John away. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I mean, but that's it, the only other time that I like. Yeah, I mean, it's possible that they actually do serve some sort of intel function for them. But at they're the like end of the day, almost. Yeah, but at the end of the day, it's like it, he's just a wacky. Well, their thing is cool. also like they're just they're they're. Whether they're disguised or actually they're just homeless people around the city. So, like, those types of people are going to get as much intel as they want because they're just all over the fucking city. And, and people are probably having conversations in front of them, not even paying attention to that. I think they're disguised because we see them changing into homeless clothes. Yeah. In the so, like, they're, and they're all over the city. Yeah. Uh, I did not know Jason Mizrugas was going to be in the third movie. And when that happens, I'm just like, this is fucking Bro- it broke it broke it broke it for me because that was like he's like TikTok, he's like mr wick tick yeah he's like what common is for todd where it's like common is so distinct that like it's just that's common and like for me i was like oh that's just jason manzoukas like yeah I can't, he's, I can't, but he was but he was playing a homeless person so it's completely believable <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. how where does uh, jason man where does he get all this work from like he's in like a bunch of like is that a lot of work is that, let's he's be in, honest is that like he's in, in a big but like he's in like all these big things he's like an invincible he's in like He's in like a bunch of random shit all the time. This dude's like everywhere. Invincible Get is probably a bigger role than just being a sort of very ancillary character in John Wick Three. Yeah, it's just weird, like because like I don't know anything about that dude. I don't even. I th- he he's from that that nah. fantasy. From what's he, he's from that fantasy show or whatever the fantasy fucking football uh, the league, show. League. league. That's how I. He's from the hunt. Was. He's from the hunt. Um, as you yeah, know, that's how he's from Massachusetts. Oh, is he? Yeah, he's from the hunt. Yeah, the hunt, Massachusetts. Yeah. I thought you said the hunt. I'm like, I don't know what that no, movie is. Yeah, that's, that's why I the clarified because I figured you did not hear what he said clearly. Yeah. Um, so then they use the Bowery to get back to go underground to get back to New York, New York or get yeah, and... to the, the museum, wherever fucking consigliere Joe is being hidden, whatever his name is. Uh, not not that. Uh, Santino. I don't. I don't know why. Something else on the screen with character names. I think I read concierge, and it was all just jumbled. Um, so this was one of those scenes. I don't know if it happened. Maybe it doesn't happen in the first movie or not. But this was the time in the three films where it stood out to me for the first major time when he starts fighting people in the museum. He runs out of ammo, and like we talked about. Any other action film, unlimited ammo, fucking rocket launcher in your pants, like whatever it may be, this is a, still power fantasy nonsense, but like a little bit more ground to where you see John constantly like changing guns, picking up dead people's guns, picking up other people's ammo, taking yeah. ammo out of his out of his belt to load his he gun. He literally only went into the museum with mm, seven, seven bullets. bullets. Yeah. Oh yeah, that was a big. They they mentioned it more than once. Um, seven, seven million dollars, seven bullets, million dollars yep. a bullet, and he he runs out of ammo, and instead of just having unlimited ammo, just chucks it's in the room. It's like a very distinct scene. It's like it is a like a very very plain room 
with like black floors, maybe black walls. And it has like eight sculptures in it. And they're like in a square pattern. And it's just like a guy running at him and John running forward. And he just fucking whips the gun at his head. And I'm just like, this is fucking amazing. Like, it's so stupid and so great at the same time. Um, I loved it so much. And I feel like from that point forward, I that's when I started to notice that more often that he would be doing like he'd use other people's guns to shoot and then yeah. he'd like pick yes. other like yeah yeah so or I, like, there, were a lot of, there were a lot of times where he'd get people in like a chokehold and then he'd like use the other guy's gun and then yes. he'd like leave that guy and go get the other person's gun yeah, yeah. there it's are plenty of movies where action movies where i'm just like oh i it, it, like it, maybe it's from playing video games all the time i don't know but this has been a like you know, I'm almost 40 now, and this is something that's bothered me since I was like fucking 12. Is when movies just keep on shooting and shooting and don't reload, and it's like it takes me out of every fucking action movie. I'm like, in my head, I'm like, I played Call of Duty. That gun's got like 35 bullets max. So like, there's no way there's no more bullets in it. And then they're like, this is nonstop. And I'm just like, that's why I think I appreciate this movie so much too, because like that is something that bothers me so much. And it's done across the board. It's not like you know. It's, well, and, it's, and again, yeah. that's why I was surprised. And that's why, like, I just don't care about action movies, but that's why I appreciated a lot. I appreciated a lot of the action scenes in these three movies more because of those little details that they they don't necessarily really matter, but like they they ground the fight scenes in a little bit more, more yeah, of a reality that is like the stuff they're doing is still fucking ridiculous, but there's that little element of like, He's paying attention to his ammo and this and that. Um, uh, oh, it's in the third movie. Oh, I was going to say. Oh, yeah. Well, go ahead, Mike. Uh, hold on. Now I'm trying to think. Maybe the thing I'm about to talk, I was about to say was from the third movie, too. You guys think uh, about the Think about it because I know mine is, but I'm going to say it now anyway. I think, I think mine is the third movie, too. No, not so, the knives. Okay. One I think my, right one before the favorite, knives. One of my favorite, like, ammunition sequences in a fight scene is in the third movie where it's towards the end and they have the content. They like basically are de defining it, like whatever they're doing. Yeah. Deconsecrating the, the continental in New York and they're in that like safe room and they're gearing up fucking John and Lance or Winston's not. just Winston's it's just so sitting good. drinking his drink. Yep. Yeah. Uh, what what is Lance's character's name? Sh- uh, Sharon or Sharon? Sharon. 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 talking about how they're hmm. armor-proof slugs or whatever, and like. You know. Well, so like stuff, little stuff like that. But the thing that I love the most about that whole sequence was that like they go, out, they go the out in the first time, time yeah. and they come back in to get more ammo. Yeah. And I'm like, yes. And John literally, movie is John literally this. looks at Sharon yeah. and goes, uh, "Yeah, they have better a- armor, huh?" He like makes a joke, like, "Yeah, you told yeah, me you have yeah, better yeah. armor, but you didn't tell me these guns were gonna be worthless." Yeah. yeah. Right. Oh, so that fucking whole, good. That whole part, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. It's, the scene it's, I was. It's great. Yeah. The Go scene ahead. I was thinking about was, I think, at the beginning of the third movie where he he's in like the flea market area and he picks up a gun and he tries to load it, but the bullet doesn't fit. And like, he does he like he build another a new gun? gun? Yeah. He, he rebuilds yeah. a new gun. Yeah. I don't know. That was just crazy to me. Oh, that's he, the beginning of the third he movie. He rebuilds. Yes. Yeah. yeah. He yeah. rebuilds a six shooter to shoot one bullet. Bullet, yeah, man. the guy comes yep. through the door and he just blasts him in the head. Can't yeah, waste right. ammo. So Can't fucking waste yeah. ammo. Uh, J- John Wick is a survival action game. 
It's like a survival action game. It's crazy that they don't have like a, a during, Max Payne John Wick game at this point. During the third movie, I was like, we need a video game where you just play as John Wick mm-hmm. in like the height of John Wick being an assassin, like before yeah. he goes into retirement. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I was, there, there is room for, I mean, it kind of exists maybe with something like PUBG, but like there is room for like a John Wick style like survival battle royale where like everything is very I, I mean I guess there are other games that already exist like that so maybe just like an online game where you're just like with other people and like every bullet matters if you reload your clip like you lose that other six bullets so it's or basically escape from the continental instead of escape from Tarkov or something like yeah, that it's pretty like... much yeah yeah um, yeah I was thinking to myself how how well the whole series would work as a, like I was trying to write the game in my head like what kind of game would it be because like part of me really want there is a game game, but like part of me was like picturing like not necessarily like arkham asylum but like similar and like you know you have like these ways of games no like they could just literally do max Payne three max Payne three like i mean because like they they did that john woo game right after max Payne two uh it's called stranglehold i believe and it was like literally just a like it took everything from fucking Max Payne and just made it like another game. Yeah. Fucking do that with John Wick. But at the same time, I kept thinking to myself, like, I want this game to be like this, but I really want it to have just certain parts where it's like it for whatever reason just turns into um what's that game on on VR? Oh, Animal Crossing. Animal Crossing. Yeah, Animal Crossing, there it is. Where it turns into pistol whip. Just not like necessarily rhythm based, but just so you can like run around and then shoot like that. So there is a I've seen at least one review that calls Pistol Whip like rhythm John Wick. And it after watching John Wick, especially the first movie when they're when he's shooting when he the, the whole nightclub scene, I'm like, oh okay, yes, like th- this is just pistol whip. Like he's not right. shooting to the music, but he kinda is. Um but yeah, we, we jump way into the third movie. So to, to bring it back to the second, he's in. They're in there. He's going after uh, the brother uh, Santino, which again, a character I didn't really care for. Like two, I think is the weakest of the three movies. I don't know how everyone feels about the three. Yeah, movies. I thought he was. A, I thought he was a good bad guy though. Like I thought he was a piece of shit, and I fucking hated him. And I, I didn't. Really I didn't like, I really like well. him. Like he was a bad guy, and I did not like him. But I also just didn't like him altogether. Like even. Even the first villain, Vigo, and then like Zero. I just found him to be a pussy. One. He was, he just, he just, he just came across as a pussy. He didn't come across as like yeah. some, like Vigo, like at least fucking like toughed it out. Like this guy's just running to the Continental left and right. Yeah. Fucking, yeah. You but know, like I just, I also feel like I don't know. Like I feel like the, the motivations for things that are going on and the 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 plot for the for one and three. I think he just, planned on They just killing... make more sense. He like he basically. I think he he like obviously fucked over John Wick though. Into like, he, hey, take this. You owe me this, but I'm gonna kill you regardless. So you're like, you know what I'm saying? John Wick had like no chances. Like like he was just fucked from. If he said no, he was fucked. If he even if he said yes, he was fucked. You know, like because he's yeah. like, I have to avenge my sister. You know, it's like motherfucker. I just did what you fucking told me to do. You know, yeah. and it's like you know, it's just you know one of those things. But I like not to rush through too, but. That scene in the Continental, when he's in there eating the steak and the duck fat or whatever, mm-hmm. and fucking, and you just know it's coming, you know it's coming, and he just doesn't. I'm like, yep, fuck yes. Yeah. <laughs> like I didn't even fucking care. You done, Jonathan? Yeah, yeah, right. Exactly. Even no, though that... he knew he was gonna do it, you know. 
that is a great scene. And part of why that scene is so great for me is that I was happy that this idiot Santino was finally out of the movie because I didn't oh. care about his character. I didn't think he was a compelling villain. I think his motivation for wanting to kill his sister. I understand that wanting, wanting the power thing. It just, it just didn't seem like it was, it, it just didn't seem like it was a strong motivation to me. I, I don't know. It just, the, 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 the things going on in one and three just feel more realistic, I guess, in the sense of John Wick's universe. Yeah, I, I didn't care for Santino that much. Um, I do think another great scene was when um, Winston goes to Santino after John kills the sister to, like, put the marker in the book. And he's like, you don't know what you've done. Like, yeah, like, right, uh, yeah. What does he say? You you woke the devil, or you took the chains off the devil? Yeah, yeah I love everyone is very aware of what like you know. So that's yeah. why that's why it's it's always this escalating fear between the quote unquote bad guys, and that's why it's always so good. You know, it's yeah. just... so. Uh, I mean, the, the rest of the movie goes. I after he kills Santino, I, I can't remember how late into the movie that is. How much more left? It's of the, the end, basically. It's not he, much he, more. He goes. He goes home to like pick up his run. stuff. Yeah. yeah, he goes home he, to like dust. He takes off the dog, thing. goes back, and he's sitting in the rain, right? Yeah. He, he's in the house and Charing. He's in the house. Take picks him up. Yeah. Takes him, brings him back. Takes him uh, to the and he, park. And, you know, to seemingly potentially get killed or be in a scenario where he's gonna get killed because that's what happened to uh Miss uh Perkins character. Perkins. Yep. Um but instead Winston decides to give him an hour to basically try to get away. Uh, which then his bounty at the beginning of two, I believe, is does he have a bounty in the first movie? No, no, so he, oh, I think... he does two million, two million. Yeah, the contract was a two million, million bounty, yeah. So okay. there's a oh, yes, that's right. So there's that, and then I think by the end of two, the contract is 14 million. Yeah, uh, one oh, that Santino opens on him is seven, seven, million. yeah, it goes from seven and to 14, doubles yeah. when Winston puts it on. Yeah. Okay, so that's not until three then. Or is that it's when at he, the end of at the end, it's of, the at the end of two? Okay, yeah. yeah. I think the beginning he, of he, three he starts 20, with them bumping it up. Yeah. Okay. So. And, well, I was oh, gonna go say like at the very beginning of three, the scene is so fucking good when they count down to John, and they're all all the like the girls that are in the the center. All mm-hmm. of a sudden, they're like it, when it goes live. I love how every fucking person in that room freezes and stares like it's That's a so silence. Awesome. Yep. Yes, and they're just like, holy, because everyone knows who John Wick is. Even there, they're just like, yeah. the time stopped for everyone in that fucking room. And that's a, it's, it's like a, it's not like a crazy scene, but like, if you're like really into the movie, that scene is just fucking so good. Yeah. Even no, the it's... doctor, even the doctor, he's like, he, he's yep, like, I'll just, keep, I'll just, keep, I'll just yeah. keep doing it. He's like, no, I'll do yeah. it myself. And then he hands yeah. him the gun. He's like, they'll never believe I stopped on time. Yeah. Yes. Like, right yeah. Collarbone. And then, and like, but he was right. He's like, yeah, I told you where the medicine was, which was yeah. after the time. Yeah. Was. yeah. So I, any, any last thoughts on two before we just keep going with three? Two and three go right into each other. So if this yeah, works, fine, yeah. So. so that scene with the doctor is one of my favorite scenes in three, because like you said, there's the whole tension of the clock, the first beginning of the movie where like everyone's looking at the clock keeps showing the clock the lady keeps announcing five minutes until john wick con whatever um when the doctor's like stitching him up he's like i don't have time he's like no just keep going keep going and it stops after he gives tells him where the medicine is 
And the way that the scene is constructed, the doctor has the gun pulled on John. And the whole time I had him like, no, I don't want John to kill you. Like, you're such a cool character. Like, please don't, like, I don't want this to be how this yeah, happens. Because right. I thought he was going to be like, like, time's up. I want the bounty. I'm going to shoot you. But it, that's not what it was. It was what Dom said. Like, they're never going to believe me. Like, you need to shoot me. Are right, you going to shoot me a second time? They're never going to believe you shot me once. Because um, <laughs> that's what Dom said. He always shoots twice. He always shoots oh, twice. Shit. Shoot where did he shoot him? In the stomach, stomach and in the collarbone. Yeah. Wow. Fucking Except for Santoni. Santoni got popped right in the noggin. Yeah, but I want to say that he shot him in the leg earlier, didn't he? I don't think he, he, I don't think he ever got I don't the know. I don't think he ever got the chance. Uh, speaking of which, now I'm thinking about it, because of how often sci-fi kept playing too, plus I rewatched it. I feel like I watched John Wick fight Ruby Rose like five times this weekend. I will say that's a good that's one of the better set pieces in the movie, I think. That whole like I mirror, can't mirror, mirror, Ruby mirror. Rose. reflections of why, the soul. I don't know why Ruby Rose bothers me so much. Like I just like I she's not a great actress. No, I think mm-hmm. that's what it is. She's good. She's, really... good. she's good at action. She's just not a great actress. Yeah. I still need yeah. to watch her Batwoman. I don't care. About oh, yeah. Only one season, though. One season. Um, but what follows, I believe it's what directly follows that scene, the doctor scene, is him going into, is it a pawn shop where he builds the gun? Is that a pawn shop? I think it's a thrift so. store, like a, okay. like, yeah. a, like a flea market. Okay. Yeah. So he goes. Oh, we didn't even talk about goes, his fight in the library. Go ahead. I mean, oh man, I don't that's care so good. It, it's go so it. good. Oh man, it's like, so good. It's a great thing when he was like, it's like the guy shows up and he's talking What's about. What's his name? Is it Ernest? Ernest. His name? his name is Ernest. Uh, yeah. He's like Ernest. It's like I still got time. Yeah, it's not a lot left. He's gonna know. He's gonna check. Yeah. yeah they'll never. Yeah. It's a lot of money. Uh, if you can't spend uh, it. Yeah. Wait so before good. we go any further. Uh, John Wick three opens May seventeenth. 2019, a budget of 75 million. What do we think it did, box office? I mean, 220. Let's go, 220. Here we go. That's a good number. I'm gonna go with 200. I was gonna say 200 as well, actually. I'm gonna go 221, Bob. Everybody, nobody's nobody's believing in the power of John Wick. 250. The last movie was 171, so we're, Uh, we're up at least 30 million from there. Sitting at a cool just over 326 mil. Wow. John Wick, John Wick doing wow. numbers, baby. Wow. That's why I got four and five. John Wick four. By, by John Wick five, I think you'll probably see the maybe the fifth movie crack into like a, a like, you know, top franchise numbers for like compared to other things out there, I think. Uh, I think it's yeah, I mean, and, and what they did with this last one, like it's, I feel like this is the longest gap between like movies, maybe it was supposed um, to be last year, yeah. So, like, yeah. it's probably good for the oh, first is it already time. filmed? Yeah. It's already like done, it just hasn't no. been released. Oh, no, 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 it was supposed to like the like it was supposed to film like while everything was going on, but it's been put off until now, I think. Okay, I think, I think the current date is 2022 but i don't think they've even started filming anything so interesting well he's i mean he probably wouldn't be available anyway isn't he currently filming the matrix yeah i think they've wrapped on filming that, yeah i think he's still filming silver surfer right now no i just wanted to be uh, silver uh, surfer that's, isn't, that's right. isn't, isn't the rumor <laughs> that he's going to be in moon knight not not play moon knight but isn't he going to be in moon knight i don't think so because now it's ethan hawk interesting Moon Knight is being played by Oscar Isaac, right? Oscar Isaac, yeah. 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 
Okay. Um, so yeah, John Wick three doing those doing those big boy numbers, uh, doing real well. So we get to that scene in the thrift store, pawn shop, whatever it may be. He builds the gun, pops a dude as soon as the door opens. Fucking great shot. The fight scene that ensues, parts of it not a fan of, parts of it that I loved. I fucking loved how it was like when they realized what they were in and they just started like breaking the cases behind them and just it's using so random it's shit so to fight. I was like, this is fantastic. Like this is just great. Like it's just like great environmental like use, like great environmental storytelling. Like a lot of the fight scenes in these movies can just, if they wanted to be just be cool, be cool choreography and just be in fun settings that like are eye catching, whatever. And it's like, they do a good enough job, maybe not all the time, but they like they utilize the environments outside of just being a set dressing, which I appreciate. Um, and, and you know, other other action movies do that. I feel like you know, I don't know about Bruce Lee because I don't remember really watch Bruce Lee movies, but I know like Jackie Chan movies, like he's using fucking like everything in the room to kill people, like using a fucking phone book, throwing a potted plant at somebody's face, like he's doing all types of shit like that. Um, so I feel like this kind of like it channels that same type of environmental uh awareness to to use in your fights which i appreciate is this also the eyeball scene yes yeah yeah that's the final kill in the scene i think no yes which yeah. another very gruesome didn't need to be there um, so good <laughs> which i i guess as the films go on the 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 violence gets exponentially more grotesque and more gruesome and in in over the top and i the, think that is just building that, on oh go ahead that scene in particular was was very gratuitous there was very little reason to have so many knives thrown into like like i understand like you're using the environment but then you're like you're stabbing people in eyeballs you throw an axe through somebody's fucking skull no that, like, that scene was you just like one, two, three, four. Yes. <laughs> it's like it's yeah. so good i love it though i love that he just took it's like he has like shurikens or whatever he's just like yeah, it's just like, 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 yeah. <laughs> like yeah it's so it's uh it's very good but like yeah there are points where it gets a little over the top but i think it kind of builds with like the arc of the movies where it's like he is getting more and more fed up and like more and more at this point like legitimately fighting and fending for his survival uh, where it not necessarily the same in John Wick one. Um, and I mean, yeah, a lot of this movie is like everyone just trying to kill him. Like, that's just a lot of pretty much it. Yeah. That, um, I'm trying to think where the movie really starts to break up and to have more, uh, other scenes. Probably when she goes to the sushi spot. I mean, I feel like that's like the like a yeah. Big I feel like a, yeah. A lot of the downtime between fight scenes is the adjudicator visiting people that have yeah, dealt with John. She's pretty well, much the, goes to Sophia. Yeah. Uh, and he also goes to the, the Russians. The ballet. Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah. I forget uh, that character's name. Uh, you said that was Angelica. Angelica Houston. Houston. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So. He spends some time there. You get a little bit, a little bit more of John's backstory. You get a little bit more of, uh, you know, sort of uh, outside of New York world building where there's Casablanca. There's these other things going on. There are other, you know, quote unquote continentals out there. Um, this is obviously we find, that, in, we find out John's a Russian orphan. That's true. Yeah, I think he says he's from Belarus. Yeah, yeah. I think so. Um, so. Yeah, we find a lot more about John's backstory. Um, you know, this is this is clearly 
it, it's a scenario where like again taking that like slight bit of realism that you know most action movies don't necessarily have but it's like when he's at the doctor he's like i take those pills it'll you know kind of stop the pain and it'll give you a little bit a little bit of energy because like yeah this dude is running for his fucking life nonstop for for seemingly at this point like a 36 hour chain of events like he's just constantly fighting and running um so kind of just like yeah he's he's beat he's beat up he's worn down he's like uh like going back to the first movie because they were doing this even back then he had that wound in his stomach and Miss Perkins knows that, and she at one point is just punching him like, in yeah. that yes, in that direct spot because like, hey, we're gonna add a little extra detail to this fight where that is gonna like really fuck this person up because they have a wound. Um, it's just Not little to things like that up. that stick out. Yeah, no, I agree hundred percent. And this is the only there's only one thing that I'm like, even though John Wick kills like a thousand people, there's only one thing that bothered me out of all of these movies. And it's in John Wick 2. And it's when him and Carmen are rolling down the largest flight of stairs. And then they get... Like, those guys yeah, would the, be toast. They're, J- they're, they're Jason Derulo scene. They're, yeah, they're, they're just dead. They're, those dudes are, are fucking dead going down those amount of... Halfway down the stairs, those fucking dudes are dead. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're yeah. just... Re- well, I mean, I, 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 down I don't know about Carmen, but in that scene, John Wick's wearing that bulletproof suit. So maybe it's a little extra, you know, that, that uh, Keflon know, or whatever is, is help, helping him out. His head's probably not doing too well after that shit, though. Like, it's just like yeah, no. <laughs> no, those fucking stone stairs are definitely yeah, fucking right. you up, rolling down fucking a seventeen fucking flights. Um, yeah, so I mean, you you get a lot of this the more like kind of plot building and story building through the adjudicator who is going to see Winston, going to see the Bowery King, going to see uh, Angelica Houston's character, and basically saying like, hey. John Wick was here. You didn't stop him. John Wick was here. You didn't kill him. John Wick was here. You gave him a gun. Like you gave yeah, you him a way out. No matter what you do, basically. Yeah. yeah like, um, he, that's why I like what they did with uh, Angelica Houston's character, which was like he had a marker. It's like you know, look what am I supposed to fucking do? You know, like yeah. what else? Could... Yeah, yeah. Hers, hers was a scenario where that saved her a little bit because they just they just yeah. stabbed her through her hand, so she seemingly yeah. will live from that. I yeah. thought that they killed Lawrence Fishburne's character, and I thought that they probably did it in that way on purpose to make it seem like they killed him. Um, because yeah. they were like, you know, seven. What was it? You gave seven him seven slashes. bullets. We'll give you seven slashes. Um, which again, like little stupid choices, but like I like that like attention to detail. It's like it's it's almost biblical. With some of that stuff, yeah, eye for an eye. Yep, a uh, common I think says eye for an eye. He says that eye for yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It's all like some of the some of like the punishment stuff, and so they they make it almost like biblical. Yeah, I mean, that's I I think I think a big part of what four is going to be. I think four will probably be. I guarantee, chapter four is going to focus on like more about the high table and like we're gonna learn more about the organization itself um i don't know if that will also bleed into five like maybe five will be the collapse of the high table it seems like there's gonna be a power change like by five, five will probably be john going after the high table i imagine four yeah. will have something to do with john and winston yeah oh absolutely. yeah i guess that makes yeah. sense too yeah. yeah um which i mean spoiler alert sure end of the movie i like Fuck man, I hate Winston. 
I hate I love and hate Winston and, and John's relationship because like I fucking knew it was coming. Like I knew it was gonna happen. He was gonna like cross him again on the roof. Um because at the end of the day, all Winston cares about is him being in power. And yeah. when that happened, I was like, I know they're making more movies. Uh, uh, like, no, I know I mean, John's not dead, but like the fuck? Like, how is he getting out of this scenario? Um, can we just talk about the motorcycle scene though? Because that's one of my favorite scenes. Like, not the first one, but the second one with the with the with the on Katanas. the bridge, the guys. Yeah, on the, the yeah. Oh my god, it's, yeah. That scene is so good, and like, w- there's like one scene where he like jam- like there's so many good scenes, but when he puts his knife like the, the katana directly into the fucking bike's wheel, and, and they just fucking like, flips back into each other to flip. That, yeah. Yeah, yeah, oh, it's so good. There's so that that whole choreography on that whole scene yeah. is amazing. Yeah, the the fights definitely. I honestly think that two has some of the worst fights and some of the worst choreography. I think one and three have the have the better fights. I just think overall yeah. one and three are much better films than than two. Um, it's funny because I, I, I don't think I enjoyed three as much when I saw it in the theaters, and then every time I rewatch it, I'm like, oh wait, this movie's way better than I gave it credit for. The only thing that I dislike really the most about three is that it's probably the most action heavy and that's like the thing i care the least about um whereas like some of the some of the fight scenes trickle throughout like the one we talked about at the beginning uh and then a few other ones are good but like then when we get to fucking sharon and like when sharon gets to finally like pick up a gun and like he's now out there with john i'm like oh fuck yes like i'm i'm so happy with his arc as a character where it's like seemingly he's just the concierge like he's just like he works for the fucking he works right under winston like he does whatever winston says but like you don't see him doing much like at all and all of a sudden he's out there fucking blowing people's faces off with a shotgun it's like okay cool like he deserves this i'm so happy he's getting this and i was very stressed that he was going to die in the movie and i was like so stressed i I thought he was gonna die the whole time too but i love like the scene like when they first go out there and they're just like John's trying to figure out how to kill these guys and he's like just kind of shooting them in like joints basically and like yeah. trying to get up as close as possible. And he like, and, like pulls oh, all of their heads forward yes, and shoots them yes, in the back. So yes. Yeah. Oh, oh, I forgot to mention this. This is just the attention to detail that you, like we've been talking about. I think this is, uh, I think this is one. too. Yes. Where yeah, he swims, he swims, he, is it the third one? Okay. He swims yeah, further enough away. The, the guy has he the helmet on still. Yes. It's the third one. It is the third one. Yes. Not even the helmet, but yeah, so he knows though. He swims back how far the trajectory of the bullet is going to be. And he so puts his hand right up against the glass yes. of the faceplate and yep. shoots. It's so yes. fucking good. Like you can see, and you can see everything come out the back, and then he pulls the head up and does it again. Yeah. Yes. And, when, and yeah. when they shoot at him, you watch the bullet and it drops like right before, and you watch the bullet drop yeah. in the water like right before. It's, it's so crazy. It's, it's so, so good. good. Uh, so I have the I just as like references I have like the character stuff whatever on up for each movie as we're going through it and it's just funny because I'm just realizing that for Jason Manzukis I don't know if it's what it says in the credits but on this list he's listed as TikTok man and that's just so funny to me that that's, that's how he's right. listed on the on the posters it's the character's name he's the TikTok man that's incredible TikTok Mr Wick uh, I I just want to quickly bring up I remember when I saw this movie in theaters and John. John gets into the stable, I'm like, dude, it'd be crazy if he used a, a horse to kill somebody. And then he does it for like three different people. Yeah, right. He yeah. does like the slap on the ass, yeah, right. Um, so yeah, a lot of a lot of nonsensical stuff, a lot of whatever. Um I was kinda I I liked Halle Berry's character. I liked when she said sit and the dog sat and she's like, I'm I'm talking, to, meant, you. I'm talking to you. Yeah, yeah. like that was a great 
scene. Um, I feel like I, she could easily have a spinoff movie. Yeah. yeah. They, it feels like they gave us a lot of background for her character that didn't really get used. I, I, I feel like she's going to be at the bare minimum. She, maybe she'll take over Casablanca and she'll be like the Winston of, of that place. And that'll be a safe haven for John. I thought she already was. Yeah, I thought she did that. Oh, I thought Wasn't the guy she... that they, I thought the guy, the, the elder, or whatever, I thought the guy that they shot. I was think the she, guy I think she used to be like the Sharon and that guy was the Winston. And then when right. he left, he, he, she got promoted to be in charge. Oh, okay. And that's why he needed her. And she's like, I so, listen, don't fuck this up for me. I gotcha. Don't okay. Stuff. Then, yeah, I definitely think that she'll just probably, unless the adjudicator goes to her, which could also be a thing. They could go to her and be like, you, you helped John get away or something. Um, but I, I think she'll probably show back up unless she just doesn't want to do the movies. Um, yeah. but I mean, what else is Halle Berry doing? She probably doesn't need to do anything, but does she, is she I in like, movies anymore? I don't really, I, uh, I don't really, really follow her. Marks. Yeah, I don't, I don't think so. I mean, there was a um, point in I time did, where she was like, she one was of the main yeah, people. Was, like she was like was, headlining many movies. Yeah. I think there's, I think there's like a, not like a, sad she's in, she's in, I think it's just like a, a case of like Hollywood, like just screwing somebody over. I think that's no, she, well, she's, she's in that weird age group because I want to say she's like 52 or 53. She's in that weird age group where she's like not that super young person anymore, but she's not old. So she's like, I feel like a lot of people get lost in that age group where they don't know where they're this in their career. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's where she is right now. But she still looks uh, amazing for fucking 53 yeah, or whatever. Yeah, she does not look like she's 52. She looks no. very, very like yeah. well for herself. Um, uh, oh, yeah, I was going to quickly... I was going to bring up, I, real quick, because it's off of Todd's point, of her being mm-hmm. in that middle group. Selma Hayek recently did an interview about uh, Marvel coming to her, and they were like, yeah, Marvel reached out to me, and I just thought that they wanted me to like, be like some grandmother. And she's like, <laughs> she's like yeah, a main right. character in a, in yeah, a right. Avengers movie. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't uh, know how old... Sorry, sorry, I just want to yeah, also go. riff off that same point. Yeah. I don't know how old Marissa Tomei is. She must be older than... She's the same as probably, uh, it's probably the same age as Halle Berry. Yeah, I was going to say 50s. Okay. Yeah. Because I was going to say, like, you know, Aunt May is, like, not the same as, like, playing a superhero. You know what I mean? Yeah. And Marissa, Marissa Tomei is 56. She's almost 60. Uh, uh, who, was, who was Aunt May in Amazing Spider-Man? Uh, I, don't, I, don't I know. know. A little bit older. No, I, mean, way older I only know Andrew Garfield. I don't know anything else about those movies. Uh, it's, I know, it's a little bit older because because the the thing with the Spider Man, so the Spider Man Peter keeps getting younger, younger, and Aunt May keeps getting also younger. No, also younger, yeah. And Uncle Ben just keeps dying. No, he didn't die this I... time. He's just not there. He just they not never there. showed him. Yeah, so he, so he's he's, he's dead. More than dead. He's, dead. he's just, just not there. Seem dead. Yeah. Um, uh, go ahead, wait, Mike. Sorry. Is is Emma Bl- Emma Bl- Stone in in Amazing Spider-Man? There yes. are rumors. Oh no, no, no she's yeah, no, she's no, Andrew, Andrew Garfield. Garfield. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. Okay. Sal- that's, Sally, that's Field. Sally Field. Sally Field. Sally Field. Yeah. There we go. Um. So all I was going to say was going back to Halle Berry as the proprietor of this particular establishment is when um. John is like fighting his way to get there, and someone like stops, like, Hey, listen, he, they management wants him, like, leave him alone. And one of the guys is just like, He's still holding the knife, he's like, yeah. I'm gonna throw, I'm gonna throw this. And the other guy shoots him. Oh, that so, is you know, some people, some people are just true to their word. Um, 
But yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised if Halle Berry's character shows up again in some way, whether it's, again, adjudicator dealing with some nonsense or whatever. Because she won't, like, I don't think the that specific adjudicator, uh, I don't know, I don't know the actress, um, Asia Kate Dillon. I don't know who yeah. that is. No. Um, but it, I, I mean, she she closed the 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 loop with those three people with uh, Winston, with Lawrence Fishburne's character, and with uh, Angelica Houston's character. Like she still hasn't closed the the loop on whatever John Wick is up to, and we haven't seen her address Halle Berry. Maybe that's a different adjudicator for like different parts of the world. Maybe it's not always the same person. Um, but yeah, I um, I think that is anyone else surprised that the adjudicator made it to the end of the movie alive? Right. Yeah. yeah I figured somebody would just be like, "I'm taking like I'm not putting up with this," but I guess no one wanted to deal with those particular consequences. I think. I think. I'm I'm not surprised only because the adjudicator calls the parlay. If the fighting kept going, I think it would have just escalated that way. And I think she knew that and that's why she called the parlay. But like I'm not like I am surprised, but I'm also not surprised that like the movie ends with Winston turning on John again. Well um, quote unquote turning. I really want to believe that this was a bigger play. Like he because I, I mean, granted, you know, Winston does seem to really want to hold on to his spot where it is. But I feel like he, more than anyone knows, like, you know, fucking with John Wick is typically just bad news for everyone else. So big brain play here. You think that. I hope I'm the, not that I think, but like, well, I hope that it well, was. Let's like, let's let's yeah. paint this picture to make it to make it work. You mm -hmm. think that. Win Winston and the Bowerymen. Bowerymen? Bowery King. Bowery, Bowery King. King. Bowery King. He's like, hey, when your pigeons fly off the roof, scoop up John. He'll be he'll be in the alley. And then like if Winston so this is for John Wick Four, Winston has the contract out for John, seemingly doing what the high table wants, but grants John, like secret safety, like underneath the the uh, the Continental. Uh, something like that. Like I would say that part of his play was, look, I I did try to kill him. If he got away, he but I did my job. I shot him. He fell off the roof. You saw it. If his body's not there anymore, I don't know. Um, and I, I'm hoping that he just knew that either you know he was shooting him wearing a tactical suit. So like the bullets weren't actually going to pierce his skin. He also and... shot him in a place that he would fall and hit like several things on his way down to the street. Which again, to go off Todd's point, I mean, I guess, I don't know. Todd also fell off a fucking fire fucking thing and didn't fucking die. Yeah. So. I mean, I, yeah, I, I did fall 40 feet and didn't break a bone. So yeah, Todd fell off a fire escape. And didn't break a bone. Yeah. So if John, if if Todd's not built like John Wick, and John, <laughs> I, mean, I don't know, but John Wick's also pretty fucking fucked up at the end of that movie. So who knows? Yeah, right. Um, I will say, so maybe Winston does have a different play here, 
but I also don't think that the Bowery King is on board with that because the Bowery King seems legitimately pissed for a lot of fucking reasons and wants revenge. Um, yeah. But I mean, I think both of them still, actually all three of them would have beef with the high table. High table, yeah. That's true. Yeah, what is the, who does the, who does Winston say he's pissed at? Uh, I mean, who Bowery does the, Bowery, the Bowery King say he's pissed high at? High table, that? high table. But if he finds out sort of what the other things at play are, there could be some room for whatever. I mean, I guess we don't really know how the Bowery King and Winston interact in any sort of capacity. Maybe they have a history. We have no idea. Um, I don't think that's ever explained in the movies. I don't think that's filming explained, except, except that the Continental, the Bowery and the Continental are linked. Like when John becomes excommunicado, the Bowery says, yeah, we're, we, we want no part of that. Like he, he's mm-hmm. excommunicado here too. So they're not like directly linked like John Leguizamo, but they're linked enough that like when they found it's out, they wanted no peace. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's, I don't, I don't really know what we could expect for four, but to wrap things up on three, what else, what else does anyone want to want to say? Uh, like I said before, I really enjoyed the character zero. Just, he was just an odd little like John Wick fanboy who's is like just all, super jazzed. His whole crew, like, his whole crew, whole crew. is John Wick. Yeah. yeah, that's why it was so yes, good. Yes, their fight scene when the two of them have the upper hand and they like probably could have killed John if they wanted they to. In that up, first like, moment, they times. help him up. Yeah, yeah it's <laughs> no, just the first time. No, there's like they, two other they, times where like they, they beat him a couple times, but then like John up. would get up and just like, hey, listen, I I got this. I'm yeah. They like he takes his belt off. Once he takes his belt off, the fight is not no holds barred. Right. But then I mean, he lets him he... live too, because they let him live probably yes, so many yeah, times, you know. Exactly, and that's why again I think like John, I think I think for certain uh, hitmen or assassins, whatever they're called, what are what are they? Are they hitmen or assassins? You know, like what what are the? I think they're I think they're Templars. I could be wrong. I don't know. I mean the I the guy that Assassin's Creed, I think. <laughs> yeah, I the guy that um. <laughs> What's your that Halle Berry's character worked for? Sophia worked for. He's like, do you know why they why they're called assassins? So I'm assuming that assassin is probably. Okay. But I I would say that they're all interchangeable because like sort of the same thing. The same thing. Like, hey, here's well, hitmen. Money. I guess they're Kill they're taking contracts, so they're hitmen too. I guess. Um. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I think he has a mutual respect for certain ones. He did not have respect seemingly for like this the ultra fanboy. The one that sat next to him on the couch because he straight up right. fucking stabbed him in the chest and was like, "Nah, I'm good. Like, I'll be seeing you. I mean, or no, like, just... I'll catch up. I'll catch up to you. No, you won't. Yeah. And then he, no, he, won't. Yeah. he, he did. Inter- he did invade his personal space. That was kind of weird. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. I did like how he like got up with the sword still through him. Yeah, yes. right. Yeah, <laughs> it was like still trying to talk to him. Um, um, that that scene, like that like sequence of scenes where he was like fighting his way to zero. And Zero was like watching the whole, like watching from yes. like above. That yep. seemed very like Bruce Lee esque, where it was like yeah, he was like fighting a tower of people like on his way mm-hmm. to the boss. And on glass too, like well, like and, yeah. glass rooms and everything. Yeah, yeah absolutely. It was very video gamey, like yeah. also like, and I, and I love it for that. Like it's the right type of absurdity. Um, I do want to then. I love the the back throw through the fucking glass floor. 
right? Yes, that's oh, yeah. so good. So good. I didn't know that that Keanu did a lot of his own stunts in this movie. That makes me appreciate the the fight scenes even more. Um, so you know why they made like I'm assuming these guys wanted to make another franchise with Keanu because have you heard the stuff about like the Matrix and what Keanu did with like the stunt crew? Nope. He like took he gave like I want to say it was seventy five million of what he made in that movie, if not more, and he gave all that money to the stunt crew. He didn't even want it. He bought all the stunt crew motorcycles so they could hang out after the Matrix was done filming. There's this whole thing that he did for all these guys. So he's like, these are like tight knit people. Like they're all boys yeah. and everything. It's, it's pretty cool. Like, dude, Keanu Reeves is just like good guy Keanu Reeves at this point. Like, you know, like he's always been he's, known as he's that. Great. Like, he's great. He's great in that Netflix. Uh, so good comedy what with uh with oh, yeah. with uh <laughs> what's his face uh jimmy, jimmy woo yeah. i forget his yeah, fucking so name good. uh what's jimmy woo's name i can't fucking remember his name i can't remember uh randall park yeah yeah okay. that that movie is okay it's not like amazing but fucking that movie it's so amazing um but yeah, I I I do want to call back to one quick thing from one at the one of the final fight scenes where he's fighting uh Vigor or whatever. When he when he's like when Vigor is trying to stab John and John realizes the only way out of the fight is to push the knife stab into himself. himself and then grab the knife and stab him. Like that's just a cool fucking that's just cool core like fight choreography. That's like a cool scene. I I, I liked it a lot. And again, I'm like sure. very video gamey like very yakuza oh yeah like another thing that's go ahead i was was gonna say is i'm super critical of that shit too i'm like one of the main things like i usually enjoy action movies that do stuff that i haven't really seen before at this point it's kind of like am i seeing the same like oh they're shooting over behind cover kind of stuff yay okay i've seen this a million times like that's why i think i enjoy these movies so much because I'm always like, whoa, that action scene was pretty fucking crazy. You know, like every movie I'm walking out and I'm like, there was some crazy shit in that movie where, you know, you see some of these typical action movies and it's like, you know, same shit you've seen before. Nothing really that crazy. Yeah. Uh, all I was going to say was I, I really like the handful of times, and I think it was only in three, where like he would do the thing where he's trying to stab somebody and they're trying to stop him. So like he'll slam his, he'll slam like the hilt or the butt of like the sword and a couple times it doesn't work when they're standing up, so he has to like force him on the ground so that way he can really get momentum and like slam it down. I yeah, know. I thought it was when cool. he puts it into the guy's head and then he's like hitting it again, like you know, like he's like yeah. getting it through the skull. Yeah, it's so yeah. good. Certain things like that, I feel like happen a few times where it makes sense. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. Good, good movie. I, I don't think I have anything else to say about the third movie specifically. I don't know if anyone else does. So you enjoyed it? You enjoyed the enjoyed all of them though, for the most part, the franchise. God, I fucking parted my hair down the middle today for this podcast. <laughs> uh, I te- I texted I texted Mike last night, I think, and I was like, I mean, I could probably pull off a like, just get a fucking black suit and just pull off a fucking easy John Wick costume now. I have to gonna have to straighten your hair out. Jen said she'd do it. She said <laughs> I, she's like, I can do that for you in a, in a day. I don't take a problem. Wait, um, who's next? Who's whose pick is next? Is it me Dom. or is it? Okay. I hope you guys enjoyed John Wick. Oh no! <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Oh, no. Where was? Oh, so I, I'm October. Fuck! I feel like I have to pick like an October movie. No, you don't have to. You don't have to. You can do whatever you don't want. Don't feel obligated to. Um, we watching the witch, boys. We watching the witch. No, don't pick it. I mean, do whatever you want. <laughs> it must be the season of. The uh, do you know your pick, Dom? You want to reveal this now, or you want to wait till next week? Um, 
I mean, I I guess. <laughs> I, well, I guess I can pick. All right, before like, you yeah, before know. you I reveal that information, as as and as a whole, anyone else want to say anything about John Wick? Before we call it. Mm, no. Okay. Todd. Nope. I just love the princess. Are you Can't surprised that I liked it? No, I always thought you'd like it because I yeah, think it's we thought, very. Like, we thought you would like it. Because yeah. it's like it's I'm like surprised. just very well done. And Wait, I'm you're like, surprised, Mike? I'm surprised. Why are you surprised? Just because I don't like these types of movies? Pretty much. Uh, uh actually, let me let me think about this right now. Now that we're thinking about the movies we've watched. It's tough because we watched three movies instead of just one movie. I guess if we picked just John Wick 1, I probably would have... I think I still like John Wick 1 the most. As yeah. A, like, as a whole. Like, John Wick 1, for lack of a better way to kind of say it, it... It's, it's like a good... It's like... It's like the Fellowship of the Ring, where it's like it is a good contained story. If they never made another John Wick movie, the ending still might not be great, but the rest of the movie's good. Um, and then it having more, it just you know, it makes it better. Obviously, um, but yeah, I, I I liked it a lot. I'm happy that that we finally watched these, or I finally watched them, and it's definitely up there for front runner for potentially the best thing that we've watched in this in this PTC movie club for me personally, at least. Um, I don't know what would be second. I I think maybe the nice guys. I did like that movie. I feel like um, I kind of liked. Sorry to bother you too. Black Dynamite was 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 good, but that's yeah. I mean, it's Black Dynamite. <laughs> um, so I'm pissed. I missed that whole one because I still can't get over fucking when they go up to the room and the guy's sitting on the couch. <laughs> do you want us to put you out of your misery they zoom in on that too many times like i get oh, the joke yeah. i get the joke i'm fine with looking at a penis i don't oh, like the joke is God. way overdone like i don't need to see the joke anymore um that being said though are you are you ready to reveal september's ptc movie club pick i think i'm ready Ooh. All right, so we're gonna we're gonna do a film where Qu- Christopher Walken is the villain. Yes, are we doing Batman too. Are we doing Hairspray. Uh, we've we've got we've got a main cast that features Haley Joel Osment, Diedrich Baker. Um, we've got uh, cameos from Wyclef and Exhibit and Willie Nelson and Sir Elton John. Is this a Disney movie? We are doing Disney's The Country Bears. Ooh. Wait, they actually made that a movie? <laughs> they did. <laughs> is what this, year was it? Is this on Disney Plus? Uh, 2002, I believe. Yes, it is on Disney Plus. I did double check oh, that. God. <sighs> I wouldn't. I don't want that transaction history in my. I remember that poster, and it's frightening. Of, I, of hope, country I hope you boys liked Blues Brothers. <laughs> I've never <laughs> seen Blues Brothers, Blues Brothers or Blues Brothers 2000. Blues Brothers. It's it's the story of the blues. Uh, uh, you might be right. It might be Blues Brothers two thousand. I've never. How seen many blues half of these actors in this movie too? It's like Diedrich Bader, uh, the dude from uh, what's it call it? Drew Carey. Uh, listen, Brad sometimes Garrett. you just want to. Sometimes you just want those Disney bucks. You just want to cast that Disney check. Queen I need to see what the trailer looks like because this movie looks absolutely ridiculous. 
What was uh, the box office on this one? That's what I want to know. I'll save that for the night. Don't do that now. Don't look at that now. Don't cheat. Um, so yeah, I mean, there we go. We got we got the Country Bears. Are there? I feel like movies? I have. Are there other movies I, with this title, or is it just the Country Bears? Like, do we need to put like Country Bears two thousand one? No, no, no. I think it's just Disney's Country Bears. I don't. Okay. So there we have it. I have That's to. The... I have to pick a horror movie for October. I feel like I have to, right? Yeah, we're not watching Gummo. Stop this. I mean, that's kind of. I mean, that's probably no, we're a safe. Not, we're definitely not watching that. Uh, this, I, I mean, watch if you were going to ever pick, I hereditary, don't watch I mean, not hereditary. If you're going to pick fucking summer, Somerset, Midsummer. Wow, this is your I chance. wouldn't pick Midsummer. Somerset, mom. <laughs> Midsummer, Midsummer is uh is like Oktoberfest though, right? Oh no, not Oktoberfest though. No, so, yeah, it's, it's, I would it's, pick uh, spring. I, it's spring solstice, right? If I was going to pick a horror movie for that, I'd probably pick a safe bet view that you probably like in the Ready or Not. But like when the she gets married, and like the family oh, yeah, wants to be hide and seek. Oh, I didn't yeah, see yeah. that one yet. Yeah, it's awesome. It's a really good movie, and it's it's funny. It's not like really like it's not a horror movie. It's basically Listen, just you like, want to pick a good horror movie. Pick something that I'll enjoy, like fucking the. the I think you'd enjoy it, right? The Taika Waititi movie. What which one? Cabin in the Woods. What we do in the shadows. Oh, what we do in the shadows. That's a straight comedy. It's like straight comedy. Yeah. It's just vampires. It's comedy vampires. But yeah, it's, it's a horror you know, movie to me. Yeah. It's a horror movie. Oh, yeah. So there we go. We got. We got it. I'm. I'm happy we did John Wick. This means that when John Wick Four does come up, we're gonna have to do a John Wick Four. Spoiler. There you go. Perfect. Um, Perfect. And then a few people were very excited that I was watching John Wick and that we were gonna do it. Uh, so I think we'll have probably a couple of people that will want to come on for like a John Wick for proper spoiler cast. Um, Cause there were a few people that were pretty pumped up about, about this. Um, I was going to download the John Wick's he- the John Wick hex video game. I believe the story is canon. It's a prequel. I'm pretty sure. Or, oh, or is it? Um, but is it on Xbox yet? Yes. It's on everything now. Um, so it's on switch on Xbox, PlayStation, PC. Um, but I don't know if the game has been updated in any way, but the review that I that I read earlier today, I just wanted to see what the game was about because I didn't really know anything about it. So the game was kind of not great, but it does have some interesting story bits. Um, it has the actor that plays uh, Winston in it voicing, and it has Lance Reddick in it as well. Keanu does not voice uh, John Wick, though. It's Troy Baker, I believe. Um, Ugh, gross. But yeah, I mean, I don't know if it's something out there. I might check that out just to kind of get a little more John Wick in me. Are are there like other John Wick things? Like, are there are there now John Wick comics that like expand the universe or no? I have no idea. I'm not sure. I know that we're getting the next two movies where they're like signed on for to do four and five, and then we're getting a continental TV show, which apparently is supposed to be Young Winston. Interesting. Yeah, I, I could. I mean, if it's good, I'll check it out. Yeah. Um, Put it who, on HBO. I don't know who it's Lionsgate's. I don't know who owns Lionsgate. Do do they put any of their movies in? Well, it's on the Peacock, movies were all. Though. Yeah, the movies were all on Peacock. So maybe that would be on Peacock then. Oh, that would make sense. Does is Peacock trying to do like its own? Yes. Shows too. Yeah. So then, yeah. yeah, that's probably where it will be. Um, Reboot of The Office. They're rebooting The Office. They're talking about. Did I about know it. that? Oh no! Why would you reboot The Office? That seems like a horrible thing to reboot. Because it's money. But that's like I feel like the I feel like 
it's too easy to fuck that up. Yeah, but it doesn't matter. It's free money. It's free real estate. I don't know. I don't know if it would be free money. Real estate. Oh shit! That's what I should have done. Too bad. You still can. <laughs> the episode nope, is still running. Late. You can still change. We locked it in. No, we already locked in Country Bears. We didn't lock anything. Say Nothing's been tweeted. Nothing's been written down. I haven't done anything yet. I did. Mike, I, I did it from do, the ATZ. Mike, do I switch it? I don't care. I think you should. Wait, is free real estate? Is this losers or whatever? No. What is it? Wait, what? What's free real estate? I want now. Now I just want my pick to be just Brendan, like randomly picking four movies that he thinks we're referencing. <laughs> wait, wait, what? <laughs> what movie is it? <laughs> what movie is it's, it? That that quote's not even from a movie. It's from a Quote, TV show. Tim and, it says Tim and Eric, right? Oh, Tim and yeah. Eric is free real estate, yeah. So then what movie are you referencing? They have a movie. Oh, it's Tim and Eric's movie. movie. I've the seen Tim it. Eric billion dollar movie. I think we've all seen it. I mean, I'll yeah. still watch Somebody it. Seen it. I mean, I'll listen, I'll I will do an episode about that show. I buy with yeah, that. I'm a, I'm a huge Tim and Eric fan, so all day long. Um cool. All right, well there you go. You got you got your next movie. You can start start a few days early because it's not even September yet. Congratulations. Um, but yeah, that was John Wick spoiler cast trilogy. And we'll uh, you know we'll be, be we'll be back next week with uh, your regularly scheduled program. As always, you can find everything we do at PassController.io on Twitter and on Instagram at PassController and on Twitch at twitch.tv slash PassController. If you're a friend of the show, fan of the show, want to help support the show, you can do that in a few different ways. You can go to PassController.threadless.com and becoming uh, someone who buys our merchandise. You can go to pass the, you can go to Patreon.com slash PassController, become a patron. You can subscribe to us on Twitch. You can share us on social media. Subscribe to the podcast on your favorite podcast platform. And leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. All those things help support us in different ways. So if you have money, if you have time, if you have some good words to spare, all of those things are very beneficial to us. If you want to keep the conversation up with us and our community, you can join our Discord. You can follow me at Groom. You can follow Mike at underscore Mycopath. You can follow Todd at Toddy underscore by underscore nature. You can find Dom at PTC underscore one little spark. And thank you all so much for listening to this week's episode, episode 274, I believe. 274 of the Pass Control Podcast. Until next time.